hands because here goes jazz hands. Okay, I'm jazz handing. We got Coda. Is it Coda Boy 32? Coda, I don't boy. Know if I got. Coda Boy 32. Coda, Coda Boy 32. We don't see your jazz hands because you you all of a sudden your picture went out. Oh, but, <laughs> but Rod Mills, Rod Mills is there doing jazz hands. Let's see if we're back to 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 Coda Boy 32 KB. I'm <laughs> yeah, we, I don't know what happened. I, all of a sudden, we came on and the jazz hands just somehow <laughs> ah, okay <laughs> somehow spooked him. But we are live. We are live. This is episode one seventy two of the Who Move My Freedom podcast, live from the Big Daddy Gun Studios, where I put my fingers on it right there in Gainesville. And uh, tonight. What the hell are we talking about tonight? That's actually a good question. I should know since I made up this title. Transparent school bags and what the hairy heck do they have to do with freedom? Because, <laughs> you know, seems like some kids who want to take away freedom from other people don't want their freedom infringed on a little bit. But, you know, they don't want to have to have transparent school bags for some reason. So we're going to talk about that and a bunch of other things. Obviously, you know, we did have the uh, shooting that happened yesterday in California. I know people are still buzzing about that. It seems like the media doesn't want to talk too much about it. So our special guest tonight, of course, Coda Boy 32. There he goes. He's here joining us. And we've got Rod Mills eating here. I feel like uh, with the STI hat. Uh, I feel like I'm surrounded with army dudes today. That's so that, that should, that should, that you know should be fun. You got to do some push-ups. You got to do some push-ups. Oh, no. Sure. I'm doing them right now. Look. So there you go. We're, we're going to talk about that and a lot of other things tonight. Uh, first thing I want to do here is go in, go in and uh, make sure I shout out everyone that's in the chat. Please, folks, come on, hit the thumbs ups. We need those thumbs ups. That's how we get the views ginned up around here. I think it's going to be a fun conversation. I'm looking forward to getting to know Coda Boy 32. I hope you guys go subscribe to him. Rod, do you have a YouTube channel? Uh, actually, not really. I mean, oh, I, got okay. A, okay. I got a, I got one, but it's yeah. kind of dormant. You know. Oh, okay. So well, you need to go follow Rod Mills on Facebook or something. On Facebook, like that. yeah. Yeah. Uh, Coda Boy 32. He's on Facebook. He's on Instagram. He's on the YouTubes. Go subscribe to him. Cool dude. We're going to get to know him. We're going to hang and talk with him. Of course, we got Rod Mills, who um, he's, do he's doing a Walter today. So <laughs> there is the mute button for those people who don't like to, you know, <laughs> you're just making people hungry out there, Rod. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. All right, let me go in here and uh, shout out folks here. I see Joe Carpenter was number one. Joe Carpenter has the secret, man. He knows how to, to get into the chat first. Scott Lyon, he's number two. Richard Hughes as well. Uh, Carl Compton, I see. Let me see who else. 33 Bravo as well in there. Wow, this thing just jumped down to the bottom. I got to scroll all the way back up. All right, Chris Illog, Maggie W., Rob D., Vanessa Kitty. Cody Phillips, Mossy Oak 600, DCG 44S. <laughs> Ron and Ron as well uh, says, Ron and Ron says, good old Hankamania, always fighting for our rights. That's right. Uh, Enrique Q is in here as well. Carl Compton, he says, everyone thumbs ups. Let's get to, he said, let's get to 50 before the show starts. I have no idea where the thumbs ups are. You know what? Let me, let me see. I'm going to have to go and open Damn. something. We're so 85 right now. I was oh, 86. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Awesome. There you go. Rod Mills is the king right now of the uh, thumbs ups. Let's see 
if he's going to be able to set a record. You well, you didn't have a chance. We surprised you with this. You're, well, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, I'm always ready, man. I'm that. I'm that. Uh, I'm like that. Uh, you know, that quarterback, uh, the backup quarterback, man. I'm always ready. You know, hell, I was in the pawn shop when you guys when Noel uh, texted me. So <laughs> you in the pawn shop? <laughs> Look at that guns. At guns. <laughs> oh, okay, good, good. Hey, you know, it's, you know, it's always a good thing to be in there. You got that's you got to get them deals. <laughs> Well, with my pawn guy, um, he's not necessarily a gun guy. And so he kind of comes to me uh, to, you know, get insight. And so, you know, I'm telling him, like, hey, man, you need to go buy some bulk ammo because, you know, his gun sales are sort of slow. I mean, honestly, he doesn't have many. I think he's got like maybe six guns in there, like two rifles and like a couple of uh, revolvers and everything. But, you know, I told him, I said, man, if you really want to boost up your sales, man, you need to go ahead and uh, buy some bulk ammo, get some two, two, three, some five, five, six, uh, some seven point uh, seven point uh, six, two by thirty nine. And I'm like, man, you know, that's a good way to make some sales. I think that's true. I think that's good advice. I hope he listens yeah. to you on that one. Yeah. You take the advice from Rod Mills. He knows of what he speaks. I know. I so know. There you go. Let's let's <laughs> see. Uh, Caviar Hound in here as well. David McHugh. Um, Imposter says, what's up? Double wide. Vaughn Brown, Boss Hog, Robert McRae. Armament and Axis says, yo. Uh, let's see who else. Armament, Tango Hunter. Uh, he says, oh, we're talking bags. I uh, thought it was a third type of gender for the snowflake tie pod generation. <laughs> Transparent bags. Who knows? That's, that's okay. God. Don't give them ideas. <laughs> They're gonna just take that and run with it. Efrain Rodriguez, um, he says, "I'm done building my first AR. She's a little banged up, but she's still pretty to me." Yeah, man, that's okay. Hey, do ARs have to? Either one of you guys or both of you could tell me because I'm sure you've both built ARs. They don't have to be scratch free. Oh no, nah. hell no. Nah. Hey, hey Cola boy, you know the ones that we had in basic, man. Hell, they were all beat up. You use them as clubs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, oh you qualified with that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good. You qualified. Now get on. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect. If you, you know, it's like you see this beautiful, there's this beautiful um, AR here behind me. What is this thing again? This is a um, yeah, not battle. AR. battle well, I mean, well, <laughs> it's, a, it's an SBR. It's an SBR. Yeah. But it's, it's from Battle Arms. Very beautiful. Deliberately distressed and all that. Very expensive gun. Belongs to the owner of Big Daddy Guns. And so he wanted me to shoot this. He, you know, he lets he buys cool guns. He lets me shoot them. Tony's going to let you shoot that now? Yeah. But then he tells me, listen, um, can you use different magazines? Because I don't want you to scratch the magazine. Look at the, <laughs> ma- the magazine is distressed. Distressed. Right? Yeah. So he's like, yeah, you know, just don't scratch it and then don't throw it on the ground. I know you like to throw guns on the ground. I was like, you know what? Forget it. Not going to shoot it until until he gets over that. That's a GI mag, man. That thing, is, that thing can go to Vietnam. Yeah, a, I was like, listen, it's going to get the extra authenticity <laughs> when I throw it around on the ground, you you spend a lot of money on a distressed rifle. You don't want it to be scratched up, really. Hey, so. maybe if you sign it, and um, you know that'll up the value of it. No, that's, that's his. Up. That's that's his baby. That's a oh, safe okay. queen, which I don't oh. believe in. <laughs> Just for anyone out there, I don't know if you guys have safe queens. I don't. Uh, my AR man, I kind of man. Well, 
I'm getting a um a new matter of fact, I was talking to the uh, the guy that's gonna be building mine uh last night. So the one that's in my safe right now, my AR is gonna probably be more, it's gonna get a little more scuffs on it because I'm gonna have me a new safe queen. I'm cheating on my AR with a new AR pistol. So oh. you know, hey, so you, you know, do, so you do have safe queens. That's terrible. Yeah, a little if a little gun infidelity, you know. I mean, yeah. hey. Oh, yeah. there's nothing more. There's nothing better than the tech team. Let me tell you something. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and I've had a lot of people ask me, goes, well, so I did a video. We went on vacation and I carry a little one of those covert bags and you split up a uh, AR pistol, one in the front, one in the back. It's only about, you know, 20 inches long, mm-hmm. but five magazines in there. And like, oh, my God, how can you where do you how do you get through state to state with that? And I go, uh just don't uh, i don't know what i've never what i've never worried about it so you know <laughs> you don't broadcast uh, it yeah don't yeah, think you, about it don't think about it the don't thought think police about it. for you yeah my, my my poor wife she like looks at me she goes is that what i think it is i go yeah <laughs> <laughs> what do you want <laughs> it is what it is but yeah. um i i have a couple i'm actually getting ready to build a new one i'm uh with the Rainier Arms Ultra Match Upper and Lower oh. Billet. And uh, yeah, that's the new comp gun. And it's going to get all carbon fiber furniture, the whole deal. Uh, wow. I'm working with Criterion on a couple of barrels. To, uh, <laughs> to so you're not one. throwing this one down? No, no, as a matter of fact, guess what? It'll be dumped in barrels. It'll be, you know, it's a competition rifle. It's it's not something that uh, you play around. I think I've got a Mark 12 Mod Zero that is it will never it'll never be dropped anywhere other than just like ah uh, like this. But for, the, for the most part, on a pillow, uh, a little soft pillow. Yeah, yeah. Don't just it's my you know you pet it at night. Uh, but you know for the most part, I hell I don't even remember the last time I cleaned an AR. I, and people ask us how often do you clean your ARs. I'm going. Before I go to the next match, and I clean the spray the bolt down real good, and whatever gunk it'll fall out of there and slap yeah. it in there, get carbon built up is awesome for accuracy. People don't even realize that. So, yeah, I don't clean unless something's wrong, and then I go, What's, what's wrong with this thing? And then I might think, Oh, maybe, maybe I need to clean it. Hey, oh, somewhere your drill sergeant is out there cursing right now. Let me tell you something. Um, I'm the first one I ever had. <laughs> guy, made, guy made E7 in nine years. He was a badass, but uh, we still keep in touch, believe it or not. So. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I talked to mine uh, about two weeks ago. Yep. Yeah. So, Every time I go to the range and I shoot at like an inch and a half group, I, I send him a picture. Oh. Well, okay. these guys were already, so it, 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 <laughs> it didn't really care too much about the rifle thing. So Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cyrus three hundred eight wants to know, KB. Um, did you get your Dylan yet, Cyrus? No, I did not. I'm, I'm I'm working with. All right, so here's the thing, Cyrus is is one of the viewers on my channel. I love that guy. Um, he is awesome, and uh, everybody is. You know, when are you getting your Dylan? But the problem is, is every time I go to think about doing that. Hold on one second. I need to. Okay, my wife. My wife's not out there. So, every time I think about getting a Dylan, uh, <laughs> a new a new firearm, it falls in my lap. So, it's uh-huh. Dylan firearm, Dylan firearm, and it's every month. It just it goes to the same thing. It's like you know, you just you can't 
figure out one of these days it'll happen, but it's just God, man. You know, you're saying one day you're gonna not buy a gun, (laughs) really? I I'm gonna end up buying a Dylan, but and as you know, maybe you can get a Dylan that comes with a gun. Uh, maybe. (laughs) But uh, this month I have uh, people who follow my channel will see something that they've never seen on my channel. As a matter of fact, it's something I swore I would never do, but I, I did it, and it's uh, I'm going to be unveiling something new next week. Uh-oh, uh-oh. So mm-hmm. I will let all the people here who uh, watch KB's channel make guesses right now. So let's see. Um, let's see, let's see. I think there's some talk there of the building. Let's see who else. I'm just trying to make sure I didn't miss anyone here. And if I did, I see Ghetto Hood Gamer is in. The Tyvin Show is in. What's up, Tyvin? Yes. What's up, Tyvin? Tim Mo. Yeah, that's that's our mutual acquaintance here. Tyvin Shows, that's who hooked us up with KB. So uh, I think Ty, Tyvin's probably on the road, and I'm sure he wants me to do the – it's the countdown to Knob Creek. He says 10 more days. Tyvin's saying 10 more days. Nick of Earth is also in here as well. Um, let's see. Who else? Tactical Ranger 84, Esparta 117, uh, LV Louis Cipher. Louis Vuitton. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. He's in here. Christopher Williams. Um, I think that's uh, Eric Gonzalez, I think I said. And I'm probably, I'm, I guarantee you I'm missing people. But if I miss you, just uh, hit me up, shout me out, you know, send me a message on the phone or something like that. I, I have given out my number. I don't know if you guys know about this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I, I already had your number. Yeah. Well, now I'm giving it out to the whole world. I do not <laughs> want to deny the people of the world a a, a chunk of Hank. Uh, okay, so Hank, uh what's your your cutoff as far as uh, uh allowing people to text you? I mean, do you like turn your uh your phone on? I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to now. I I've actually <laughs> Yeah. So that that starting me. Since I started giving out my number, I have to, uh, <laughs> I have to, I have it set at a certain time. <laughs> okay, I will look at those messages tomorrow morning. So I do have to. I, I go to sleep like really late. I'm, I don't. I don't even really want to tell people how late I go to sleep because people will kill, keep messaging me <laughs> the whole way <laughs> till I actually go to sleep. But I could tell you, I went to sleep at that time, which is in the wee hours, and my phone was still going off. But, you know, it's cool. I, I want people to have the ability to uh, keep in touch with me. One of the things we could talk about here quick, and I think, you know, I know that you're not, you don't have a channel, Rod, but you're aware of everything that's going on here. With this stuff going on with YouTube, man, we really don't know what's coming, what's, hap- what's going to happen. I don't know if you do, KB. I, I tell you what. Um well, there's, there's two or three different things. One is, evidently, gun channels are not the only people who are pissed off. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's evident through what has happened uh, yesterday. Uh, mm-hmm. Secondly, um, I want to say a real quick prayer out to those individuals who were shot. Uh, that's it, I think it's bullshit. Forgive my French. But I, I can't stand the fact that you've got a campus in California, in the heart of the land where everything is banned, you know, San Francisco, uh, South, San, San, South San Fran, and a lady who, I'm not, I'm not even, I don't want to get, a, I don't want to get on touch on, I don't even want to touch on religion. I don't want to touch on race. I don't want to touch on any of that because it doesn't matter. But mm-hmm. the problem is 
somebody got mad enough to take a handgun mm-hmm. onto Google's property on YouTube with the intention of hurting people because she was pissed about her panel. Um, that blows my mind. As a gun owner, we have been discriminated probably more against than any other, I guess, genre. Any group, of, any, any, any religion, group. any race. <laughs> any. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of people who will sit out there, well, we need to take up arms. I'm like, yeah, we're not, well, you know, we can do that. But then you get some lady here who's pissed off at her PETA channel. And I don't know if you had an opportunity to watch any of her stuff. She was, it was, it was out there. No, but, I didn't, I didn't watch it. I did read some stuff about her, but yeah, which we'll get into here. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, it just, it fathoms my mind that somebody could actually pick up and do what she did. And I think a lot of our fellow gun community people are the exact same way. We're all sitting there going, oh, my God. Yeah, it's, so. it's disgusting. And she's a broken person. Um, you're right. YouTube has, um, I think, if, if they've used this against anyone, they've used it against us the most. You know, um, and I have never have once has it ever crossed my mind to do anything. And I think it's, it's a horrible thing for people to, to think of doing something like that. The things that I think about doing is going, okay, YouTube, you know, they're doing their thing. We should figure out how to just have our own thing where we're free over there since they don't really want to be free here. I, I would never want to hurt another person because of that, you know. It's, mm-hmm. it's, the, it's the thing that goes back to that, that whole story that was in the news about um, a gay couple going into a bakery and they, they were getting married and they wanted the bakery to, to make them a cake. And the guy said no, and then they wanted to force him. I don't believe in that. I'm not going to force someone to do something if they don't want to do it with me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not going to get mad at them and try to hurt them. I, I, I truly believe in freedom. And true freedom is, you know, you, you were talking about San Francisco. They say they believe in freedom, but it's selective freedom. They believe yeah. in freedom for certain things and, and, and not freedom for other things. I don't believe in that. I believe in freedom for people. If if they want to do this, I, I'll talk bad about them and say, you know, this is a terrible thing that they're doing and all that. Ultimately, my salvation comes from from within me. You know, I'm the one that needs to go out there and do something about it. And it's not to hurt other people. So and that's what she decided to do. I think it's terrible. I'm sorry, Rod. Go ahead. And I'm sorry. But Hank, you know what? I'm actually going to give you another uh, alternative or perspective on that. I would be lying to tell you that maybe about, man, maybe about two or three weeks ago, I thought I thought about this and I said, you know what? What if somebody who really that doesn't work? okay, and their bills need to be paid by YouTube, um, you know, as far as the monetization goes, what if they cut them out and now they have no income coming in and we all know what happens like at the post office. Mm-hmm. When guys get fired from the post office, what happens? They go postal. I, and you know what? And I'll be lying to you when I said, man, I think there's a chance that somebody could get pissed off enough that their monetization, their money is gone. They're, they're desperate now because once you become desperate, you start doing desperate things. And the same thing happened. And, I, and I'm looking at myself this morning. I'm like, man, you know, I was just thinking about this about three weeks ago. But, you know, by me being in corporate America as well, I never thought, you know, I would think that a company like that would have taken measures to secure uh, their site a little better. Although it's, it's almost impossible to. Uh, secure a site 100% off of something like that. But, you know, I will be lying to you to tell you if I didn't think about that. And it crossed my mind. And I'm like, 
lo and behold, and I can guarantee you there are other people out there. And I'm not trying to uh, wish anything bad. I, again, I feel bad anytime someone uh, I feel bad for the whole everybody. You know, a, a part of me feels bad for the shooter because she became so desperate that she that led her to that. But also uh, I feel bad for the victims uh, because, you know, who knows how bad they're hurt. And, you know, but it's something that maybe YouTube really, really should, you know, look at again and not saying that, you know, you, they're going to do it to prevent violence because nobody should be doing violence on another person at all. I don't care how bad it's get, only unless it's in, in a life or death situation, you're defending yourself. But I mean, just when I hear Mac, when I hear you, Hank, when I hear all everybody else in the YouTube world that, you know, and everybody's saying the same thing. And the surprising thing that got me was that when, when I'm looking at the article on CNN, I'm like, well, damn, if I read that, it sounds like she's a gun person. I didn't know that they were doing this outside of the gun, um, you know, era genre. Yeah, she's no, they are doing it to everyone. Uh, I don't, you know what, KB, did you want to respond here before I jump in? I know I got uh, a big mouth, so Lola tells me no, to no, let, no, let no, other no. people speak. Um, it, it, I don't. I'm just uh, not a four. Uh, he just asked. He goes, yeah. The uh, the campus is gun free with exception to the security guards, and they are armed. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it wasn't ex- it wasn't exactly a gun free zone with exception. The guards are allowed to have yeah, firearms, but also she did it outside of the campus. Yeah, from it my was understanding. It yeah. was in a courtyard oh. outside. She never made it inside the actual building. Okay. So, uh, it, I mean, th- this kind of activity could have happened anywhere, but mm-hmm. in all honesty, it's it, it's just sad. Um, it's sad to know that there's somebody out there that uh, has the mindset that they're capable of doing something. It just blows my mind, you know. Uh, and like you said, I couldn't conceive of doing something like that. You couldn't conceive of doing something like that. But there are some nutcases out there who can, and unfortunately, some of those individuals have a firearm and they don't have any reservations or don't understand the consequence of their actions of what's going to take place either after they're killed or before. So yeah. it's sick. And I think, I think the key word in what Rod was saying is desperation. And I am aware of, of what happens when we get, it's a, it's a mental state of mind, right? That mm-hmm. it, I don't think it's, I don't think it's reality. And of course, of course there's, there's, uh, there's forces in reality that could be acting on you and you get to this really crazy point where if you just sat and thought about it or prayed, meditated, whatever it is you need to do, talk to your family and friends, you just sleep on it. Even 24 hours later, 48 hours later, things could be better or starting to get better. But when you get down into that level of desperation, yes, uh, you know, human b- beings can get broken. And then bad things like this can happen. And this is, you know, I think there's a couple of layers of what we could do about it here. Looking at the story from what I see, I mean, I I was looking at the news. I'm going to I'm going to try to pull this uh, article up. This is uh, from CNN. Police talked with YouTube shooter hours before the attack and say they didn't notice anything disturbing. So uh, 11 hours before she shot up YouTube headquarters and then killed herself. Um, she chatted. She, she chatted with the police. 
It was 1.40 a.m. Tuesday, and she was hundreds of miles away from home. Police found her car overnight at a Mountain View parking lot about 30 miles southeast of YouTube headquarters. A quick check of her license plate revealed the owner had been reported missing from the San Diego area. We conducted, uh, we contacted the woman inside the vehicle who was asleep to check on her to determine if she was the same person who had been reported missing. And then they spoke to her. They said at no point... Uh, during our roughly 20-minute interaction with her, did she mention anything about YouTube, if she was upset with them, or that she planned to harm herself or others? She was calm and cooperative. And mm -hmm. so officers notified her family and let her go. And this is one of the things about insanity. And I don't know if you guys have ever worked with crazy people. I personally have. You know, and the one thing that when I when I lived in New York City, um, I, there was a place in, in Elmhurst in Queens that I worked at that was literally like a halfway house for Creedmoor and Creedmoor was the biggest mental institution in New York city. Yeah. So people, um, when they were putting you back into regular population, you would go to Creedmoor and then you would either go back into the regular population or you'd be crazy. You go back to, you know, you would go to, uh, you would go to this home and then go into regular population or go back to Creedmoor. Most of the times people went back, they were on lots of medications. What always blew my mind is that according to the law, these people, you were not allowed to keep them in that home so they could come and go as they pleased. And I would ride with them on the subway when I was coming there and I would ride with them on the subway when I was going home. These people were out in general population. And if you knew the things they did, like I would see them standing behind people on the subway platform. And I was like, I wonder if people know that this is a crazy person here that could just push someone onto the tracks and all that. You don't. People, we think, we think like, oh, no, I'm going to know crazy when I see it. <laughs> no, you don't. Mm -mm. No, and a lot of times crazy can disguise itself from you. It can hide from you. It can yeah. just talk to you calmly. Even, even if it's a person who's so pushed down and so desperate that they've decided to do something destructive like this. So obviously the police came in here. They didn't do anything. I, I think like if she was reported missing and she was this far away from home, I mean – I don't know a lot about women, but I know anytime you see a woman go a couple of hundred miles away from where she's supposed to be, mm -hmm. <laughs> something's up. Like, do you remember, do you remember the astronaut who drove hundreds of miles, I think, yeah. from Texas here to Florida to, right. to do some damage and head on pampers and all that? When, yeah. you know, when something like that's going on, it's usually a little bit more than that. But ultimately, what could they do? And then she went out there and she did this thing. And even what can people do in that moment other than be able to defend yourself if, if you even have the opportunity, right? Right, right. You know, I mean, we don't know her situation uh, back home. Uh, we don't know that, hey, you know, uh, matter of fact, I think the article did say that uh, they uh, actually uh, gave her the channel strikes and, and took her channel off. And I think that <laughs> that might have sent her over the edge, you know, because, you know, Hank, you had your uh, your channel taken off and you know, just kind of think Think about this. Um, let's say if YouTube was your only income. Let's say Lola was a housewife and she didn't bring any income in. And let's say that YouTube was your I, only I, I, income. I'll be, I'll be single. <laughs> the audience right now thinks I'm already in enough trouble with Lola. <laughs> oh boy! And yeah. I guarantee you, if Lola, I'm telling you, if Lola drives mm -hmm. 400, she don't, she don't even like driving. If she drives 400 miles somewhere, mm -hmm. that's not a good sign. That's not a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, even with this this lady's uh, situation, you know, we don't know. 
But who knows that I think that, you know, I mean, I'm not a mental health counselor or anything. You know, I have a, a background in, um, you know, criminal justice. That's, that's what I went to college for. Uh, but I will tell you this, that, you know, when we did our case studies that, you know, we would, you know, try to uh, get situations where people did certain crimes. And then uh, one thing my professors always told us is go with your first intuition. Tell us, tell me what it is, because a lot of times when you're trying to figure out a crime, a lot of times you have to think like a criminal and go with your first intuition. He would make us do that. He would say, what's the first thing that came to mind? And then we would write it down and then we would have a discussion on it. And so, you know, when I thought about once I started seeing things, I'm like, man, I can guarantee you, man, this lady probably had gotten despair. You know, maybe she didn't have nobody's mentioned her having a job. So she's the bulk of her income probably came from, you know, her YouTube videos. And she just anybody that's going to drive that that far. And I don't know, Hank, if you know, the West Coast uh from San Diego to Northern California, that's a hell of a ride. That's like going from Miami to Pensacola pretty much for us. Mm-hmm. You know, which is a long drive. And you gotta think if somebody's gonna drive that far, she had a lot of thinking, a lot of thinking to do yeah. while she was on her way. Right. I don't know. I'm not I'm not really aware of how big her channel is or, or whatever. Or and I I don't even know how much money she was making from it. I could tell you that I would hope that I'm not that kind of person that any kind of money would make me hurt right. other people that don't have anything to do mm-hmm. with what's going on here. Um, and I know from my point, I'll be honest with you, man, I don't, the, the actual YouTube money is, is infinitesimal. It's right. tiny. You know, the YouTube money that, that actually comes into us cannot pay for the amount of ammo that I spend when I do <laughs> one video, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so obviously there's other things going on. I do look at what I'm doing as a business, but because I look at it as a business, it's more balanced out and we have multiple things going on. So I, I'm not solely dependent on the YouTube money, and that would be to my detriment to do that, to be honest with you. And right. I've been doing this for five years. For most of the time, I've spent more money than I've made from YouTube or anywhere else to do it. Buying guns and buying ammo and buying camera equipment and traveling and doing all the things that are involved. I'm still I'm, – I look at it as building up a brand and all of that, and I don't – um, you know, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all these things are things we're not capable of owning. Don't worry. Uh, my personal philosophy in life is don't worry about things that you can't own. Yeah, that's true. Doesn't belong to you. Those, the people could do whatever they want to do at the end of the day. You can rock and roll with it, but, you know, you're going to get kicked off one day or, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's by their discretion who's on there. Mm-hmm. I, I do understand. Like, I see what you're saying that, that she got desperate and, you know, if, but if that think about it, if that was the case, how many people would have been doing things to YouTube if everyone was broken like that? Not just the gun guys. Well, let's think about how many people that have thought about doing that and just haven't done it yet. Well, if you you're know? thinking about doing anything like that, you need to get help because that's right. not that's never the solution. Everyone in the world can lose their job. Even if you're right. not working at YouTube, you can work at McDonald's and go into that McDonald's and find out it's shut down or they fired you or. Okay, okay, so Hank, I'm I'm not going to bring up any names, Uh but remember a conversation that you and I had uh, when I came out to the Hacienda, and a friend of ours said that, you know, they were going through a lot of uh, mental health issues when they found out they were, uh, their job was, uh, they were losing their job, or, Mm -hmm. uh, 
you know, you remember that conversation? Mm-hmm. So it could be, imagine that, but let's say this person didn't seek mental health counseling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's say if this person just said, hey, you know what? You know, I'm just going to go into drinking beers or a drug binge and, you know, go up and, you know, because when things happen like that, man, it, it's, it's, it's something that that triggers them, and and it and it when they do it, it's it's, it's like a, a snowball effect, and right. we all knows what happens with snowballs. Uh, the the more it goes, the bigger it gets. No, and I then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, maybe you know, if she lived, maybe today she would say you. She may have said, "Man, you know, I'm real sorry, you know, for doing." Who amongst us haven't done something in anger in our lives? Okay, not necessarily killing someone, but. I've done things when I've gotten angry, mad before that, you know, especially when I was younger and I said, you know what, all I need to, and now that I'm much older, I look at the things that I can lose. Uh, I also look at the things that, um, you know, how it affects other people. You know, you know, I have a daughter and my goal in life is to see my daughter uh, become the woman that I always imagine her to be and to have kids, to get married, uh, to, you know, and I want to be that grandfather that sits on the porch and the grandkids come over and they sit on my lap and I could talk about the good old days of knowing Hank Strange, you know, right. you know, so, <laughs> you know, that's, that, that is my dream. I want to retire, right. you know, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, no, I get it. And, and, and here's what I'll say. Look, I have kids. I'm, uh, I don't know if all, everyone has kids. I don't know if KB has kids. You, you have children? I have uh, two kids. I've got a, uh, believe it or not, I'm an old fart. (laughs) I am almost 50 years old and I have a five-year-old and a eight-year-old. Awesome, man. Good on you. Good on you. You started over, huh? Reset. You still got more more in the can. (laughs) Uh, No, no, we took care of that one. Uh, Oh, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Ouch. Ouch. That's what I can say. But here's the thing. Like, I have, um, you know, I'm 46 years old and I have a... 17 and 18 year old boys. And I had this, uh, these kinds of conversations with them because I understand desperation. I do. Trust me. I was telling someone the other day, like I remember sitting in a car with someone outside of a bank that had an AK and they wanted to go into the bank and rob the bank. Wow. Okay. And I had to talk them down from that. So how do you get to that point in your life? Right. That's like a desperate situation that you get into and you, you have to be able to talk yourself down from it if you have the coping mechanisms in order to do that. And what I tell my kids all the time is something like this. You're not meant to be happy all the time. You're not meant to win all the time. You're right. not meant to go up all the time or to be up all the time. Life, life is ups and downs, ebbs and flows, wins, mm-hmm. winning and losing. Right. That's true. It's called a survival instinct. Yeah. yeah. Life, is a, life is a pain in the ass. I mean, in all honesty, if and I, we were talking about, you know, sometimes losing your cool, the the one thing that I would suggest to people, if, if you start feeling it, just stop, mm-hmm. just stop what you're doing and breathe. I mean, don't go that next, don't go that next step. It's right. not that, period. Yeah. And and I've been there. I mean, I have literally just started shaking and cringing and getting ready to roll, and it was like, well, nope. Yeah. And you do the USA yeah. thing. You're like, okay, you know, yeah, maybe so. if I just need to be quiet for a couple hours and relax and yeah. get it out of your system, but don't act on anger. Yes. There's no sense of manners. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. A lot of trouble, especially. Absolutely. And you know what? As a gun owner, 
uh, you really got on your be on your P's and Q's you these do. days. Yeah. Because it doesn't take anything for you to all of a sudden. I know where I'm at. If you do some one thing out of line. Mm-hmm. Your the little thing that you do every single day, tucking that firearm in your pants called, you know, your uh, concealed handgun permit or whatever you have, mm-hmm. that can be taken away from you with one phone call. Yeah. And, you know, if you're home alone or you got your wife and you guys get in an argument, think about the greater good. Think about the bigger things in life because, you know, you could there. It, it's I've seen it happen. I've, I've got friends of mine, man. Next thing you know. They're they're their stuff's getting hauled off out of the house because yep. they've got a you know a domestic violence <clears throat> charging charge. Yep. Yep. Not even convicted, a charge. A charge. Shit is gone. <laughs> yeah, man. It does. It does. And I think the thing with social media, and look, we're all taking part in social media. This is we're participating in social media right now. The problem with it is that the nature of it makes people think that you're always winning. If they look at you, they think it's always awesome. Yeah. They don't see all the pain. Like if someone looks at me and Lola, they think, oh, man, these guys have just been rocking and rolling for like, you know, 20 years. And 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 it's been a, for me personally, it's been an awesome time, but it hasn't always been up. You know, there's been there's there's lots of fighting and arguing and, and, and you know, who's going to go first here? Who, you know, who's going to sacrifice for who at this time? This is how life is, man. And yeah. but it's tough. People do lose these coping mechanisms. And, and I think the ultimate thing is you can always wait another day or another couple of days and things change and you can always find other opportunities out there. There's no reason to to go out there and take it out on other people. That's not why I'm into firearms. I'm into it to be able to defend myself from I mean, you know, the 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 possibility of someone of me being in a situation like that, it's very low that I have to defend myself, but I still want that ability to defend myself in that moment. I think there's a higher possibility I might have to defend myself against the government or or something else that's going to come up, right? You know, I may be like where I live. I might be out there where I live and something else is going to happen. Or, you know, we, we I don't know about you guys. I live out in a very rural area. If something really went down over there, I'll be waiting for like 20, 30 minutes or never for a police department to get to me. This is why I want to do these things. I'm not doing it to hurt other people or even to hurt myself and then have the people in my family you know, have to come and pick up the pieces from that. Because in this situation with this woman, she's hurt people. And 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 then the people in her family now have to deal with all that kind of stuff. And that happens with everyone when these kind of things, you know, when these kind of things go down. And I think that one thing that that's something that people don't realize that we're the guys like the gun guys like us. We are the guys that everyone is afraid of. Right. Because people say, oh, if everyone could do this, they would just be mass slaughter in the streets. And most of the time, I'm not saying 100 percent of the time, most of the time when things like this go down, it's not the people like us that know what's the cost of this thing. We know we're doing this stuff. We know what happens when you pull that trigger and you release that round. You know, you can't pull it back. You can't pull it back. Mm -mm. You know, so. All right. I don't want to. Lola tells me that I totally skipped. Okay, I totally skipped over like who you are, who's you know, who is Cotta Boy 32. I totally skipped over that, she says, (laughs) with my rambling. So for so for the folks out there that don't know, and I encourage everyone right now to click thumbs ups one and two, check out your channel. But tell us who you are, man. How did you uh, 
you know, how did you come to start like doing the YouTube thing? Oh man, that's a pretty interesting story. Um, so I, my channel's named after my dog. Um, Okay. That, that's it's probably cost me a lot of subscriptions, you know, because what is a Coda Boy 32? It's 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 almost like a gay porn star, but it's, <laughs> um, so uh, um, I, I put yeah. the tactical on there, and then you know, okay, so the more people found out about what it was, but uh, I have always been in the firearms, and I, I think I, I saw it on YouTube one day, and somebody said, you know, if you have a channel, I was like, yeah, well, I got a channel, but it's just so I could, you know, subscribe to other people, that kind of thing. You know you can publish videos on there. So I can remember my very first video, mm. and I was like, I made it so slow and delivered. It was like, hi, my name is Coda Boy 32 But anyway, that was <laughs> about three years ago. And I, I have to say that of all the, the cool things that have evolved from the, the being involved with uh, YouTube. And this would be the greatest uh, letdown is if something does happen where they pull us out of here is that the community that we've built around all the different contacts. I mean, I belong to some of the, the really coolest groups in the world simply because of my contact through YouTube. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, we've got uh, a close knit group of people that I hang with and they have developed into some of my best absolute best friends as a matter of fact you know they've some of them live right around the corner so we we do go in on occasion hang out we go shoot together um it was you know I walked up on my uh range I shoot up in Pennsylvania I actually live in North Carolina but I shoot up there and uh I've actually walked up on it, and some guy says, I knew you shot here. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Stop um, Yeah, so, you know, you're getting recognized on occasion. They're walking to the gun stores, and people are like, I know who you are. And I'm like, oh, okay. So anyway, um, I'm not Such, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but it, you know, it's, it's really interesting. It's a lot of fun. And I would say that uh, out of all the things I've taken from the YouTube uh, is just the – built a wealth of friends and a good community and i'd have to also add that from the people on the gun community have got to be some of the neatest individuals out there uh, i have met and received comments from folks that are just tremendous but i have to on the first side of that are the anti-gun people have to be the most vile filthy mouth wretched individuals i've ever seen and and they're justified in their in their their comments by you know my kids safety trumps your yada yada your 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 guns and I'm just like uh dude yeah I, got, I, I, got I think a lot it. of times people saying that don't even have kids they, yeah. I was just like well the probability of your kid being involved in a mass shooting is far less than me getting shot at on the side of the road when I'm stuck or trying to uh, get somewhere so no. <laughs> yeah Sorry. absolutely uh, yeah i i totally agree with you on a lot of things that you said um i don't know have either one of you guys heard of uh casey neistat no yeah. oh, okay well he is like one of the huge youtubers out there and uh, I, I don't even know how many millions of people he's so big on youtube he went to work for cnn for some time he had like a 25 million dollar deal with cnn but he's back to uh doing the youtube thing and he actually had on the second in command at YouTube. I forget the guy's name right now, 
But there is a video, if you look on his channel, where he's talking to the head of business operations at YouTube, basically the guy who controls all our fates here and our channels. And that guy went down um, a couple of things. And he said that he was from a communist country and he believed in freedom. And he went down the list of all the things, he, you know, reasons why he believed in freedom and what YouTube was supposed to be. And one of those things is what KB is saying is that it's supposed to give people a sense of community. And I think that it does. I, I think, you know, I wholly agree with what you're saying. There's lots of people. I know you because of YouTube. I know Rod Mills, one of the coolest dudes I ever met in my life. I was telling him the other day when he was shooting with us, you know, it's like, you know, you, you remind me of the guys I went to school with and I grew up with. And we would only know each other because of YouTube. Right. Right. Uh, Babyface P, who works with me here now, I met him because of YouTube, didn't know him before. We both live in the Gainesville area. And he and, and like you're saying, he uh, he saw that I had a channel, got in touch with me. We met up. We're, we're friends. So they say that this is important to them, but they're putting they're putting this in danger, you know, it's, it's, because it's, of what they believe. It's important, but it's based on their ideologies. They, they have this vision, and it doesn't include a firearms community, and that's where the problem is. And you, you, you touched on that earlier, where this wonderful utopia, as long as it's my utopia, and it fits within the confines of this, this, or this deal we have, um, you evil gun people, uh, we're going to tolerate you now, but we're going to invent ways of removing you bit by bit. Um, and it just it blows my mind. But the problem is with the YouTube thing, and this goes extends back to that lady. It this is not secluded to the gun community. It's just anybody that they feel is out of their little circle. Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't play video games, or you don't play, or teach cooking, or you know just idiotic things that fall into their realm, um, you, you're you're not on inner circle, and you cannot literally count on those guys to provide you the, the backing to feel confident that you're going to be there tomorrow. And, right. and that's, that's the sad thing about it. I mean, if you remember, it was a year ago, April, when Admageddon started. That, mm -hmm. That's when everybody, everybody started dropping. We, and, and what did they do? They had advertisers complain so much uh, that, uh, what was it, the, the New York Times or was it the Wall Street Journal published that ad about where's your ad money coming from? Yeah, I think it was and the Times, they, if I'm not mistaken. And, and they killed killed us all by just elevating everybody to um, the oh, – oh, my gosh. What, what's the status? You got the uh, – uh, oh, um, um, well, you know I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, they put us in a certain audience category, so yeah, we were restricted. Yeah. I think restricted. We went into a restricted thing, and it was yeah. like if you look at your channel, you've only got like two or three videos out of a thousand that are in the non-restricted. So everybody, you could have three hundred subs, your money went to shit, and then it took you twenty thousand subs to get back up to the same amount of money, and yeah. that's that's the thing that it just the problem that I have, and it's not about the money. The money's okay. But the problem that I have is about the community building. I don't want to lose our community here. Uh, it's this is an outlet that we have, and we were it talking is. about what what other avenues can we take? I mean, there are some other platforms out there. I'm hoping it'll continue to grow. 430 is out there. Uh, there's a couple other things. Hell, Pornhub. Shit, why not? You know, uh, go to Boy Thirty Two. I'd grow pretty good over there. So yeah, you know, uh, yeah, man, you uh, might be huge, literally, <laughs> and figuratively. Yes, 
but um, it, it, it's that's that's sort of thing. You cannot rely on this platform to be around for our community in a in a year's time. Yeah, and I also think you know I don't think it's just our community. And I know I've been telling people for a long time that I've been working. Uh, I've been working with the Big Daddy guys on a platform. We are working on it. We we do have something. You know, I'm I am. We're taking our time to do things and build things out because we think that's the way that it it should be done in order to help people. And we and we do have something. I think I've told people before that we well, the platform that we have because I know people are always asking me. It's called Excluded, like with an X take out the e and i'm the uh i'm the prototype for it or the crash test dummy for it and we're working on that and it's it's really seriously going to take time we have a lot of lots of things that are already going on but we want to make sure that we're that we do everything right here and i know there's other people developing platforms and lots of options and i think that that's the way that it needs to be for ultimately something to shake out that needs to stay there. And there's lots of things involved in this, right? I think that people should never just think like, oh, someone should save me and not think about what they do to save themselves. And that's really the meaning of the the community is not where like some uh, benefactor comes in and saves everyone in my personal opinion, right? Community is we all get together, we do something. Some of us do more than others. That's the way the world works. We do something, we build something, we own it, they don't own it, and we can continue to be a community. The internet is not going away. The internet's not going to die. What's happening is they're going after us. But when they take care of us, they're going to go to other people. I, I, I don't know if folks realize that out there. When they get rid of us, they're going to f- pick other things that are like, yeah, you know, we don't like these guys that smoke cigars. We don't like these cars, these combustion engines. Everyone has to have electric cars. And they're going to keep going after people if they get away with this, if they see that this could actually work, that they could pick out a group of people doing something that's covered and protected by the Second Amendment and then marginalize and minimize those people, they will keep doing it. And so therefore, it's it makes it even more important for us to build communities. And I think it has to be more than just like for the gun community, in my opinion. Yeah, it's got to be open to everyone. It's it's a First Amendment thing. Um, you know what? Here's the deal. It's not distasteful. And we're not out there blowing up cattle or, you know, chopping off heads or something like that. That's not what we are about. Uh, You know, showing somebody how to tune a a trigger on an AR-15 is not a bad thing. It should not be. It shouldn't be. And they look at it like uh, now you're a manufacturer. Or you're manufacturing guns. I'm not sure how they're going to uh, address all that. It should be interesting to see how that works out in the next couple of weeks. I haven't noticed any. I took down a couple of videos mm-hmm. on mine, but you're right. Um, it's going to take a, a a joint effort for everybody to be involved in in, in producing a platform. Uh, you're going to have to have creators, pro- provi- producers, providers the whole, across the gamut. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it may cost it, us something too, guys. It, it it may not be this free thing that YouTube has been that you just sign up and you you don't realize that you're actually occupying real estate on the internet that takes, uh, you know, bandwidth and servers and stuff like that in order for you to get it. Yeah, we we were talking about that. I've got uh, some friends of mine are in the IT world, and the amount of space, server space that is involved in what Google or what YouTube provides is a huge expenditure. 
storage storage is huge storage is expensive and that's yeah. where it's at um yeah. sending a signal it's expensive and until you get an advertiser base who's willing to advertise a probably a uh you know monthly subscription fee is not probably a bad thing mm-hmm Absolutely. Yeah. There's lots of things going on here. I'm not I, I don't really know how it's all going to shake out. We are, you know, trying to do things here. I don't think any of us really know. And we don't know what all the stuff that's happening right now with them. And, and I'm talking about YouTube. We don't know what that's going to make them do. Um, pro- probably what they do, the rest of the social media world will want to do as well or pick up those things. We'll see what happens with it. The big thing that we were going to talk about today is the transparent backpacks. You guys want to get into that now? <laughs> you jump in there uh rod did you see the stuff that the actually man that's that's actually old i mean here in duval county man they've made kids uh have transparent backpacks for man i can say at least what 10 years so that's uh yeah. and, and then also um you know for those that don't know me i i, I actually work for the nfl as well and when you go into an NFL game, a hell of college game now, uh, you have to have transparent um, like yeah. bags. You can't bring purses in there anymore. Oh, really? I, I yeah. So, yeah. yeah, you can't do it. I mean, and even at that, um, and if you can, only, women can only bring like a clutch. Um, yeah, it's you know, a six the, by nine clutch. It's yeah. about that big. It has to be clear. And exactly. they don't have to worry about it. Just hold it up and look into it. But here's the whole thing. You go to a game. Why in the world do you need to be carrying a big old gaggle of stuff you know yeah. you'd be surprised uh, oh i know i know i should i get stuff and flask yeah. everywhere um i I, I know that i personally think I, I i'm not into sports i don't do a lot of sports stuff I've, I've got no problem with going to games and stuff like that but i i pretty much believe that i could be at a game and the zombie apocalypse breaks out i believe that could happen that could happen at least yeah. you have some beer yeah, you know, I mean, it could be really bad at a game, but, you, you know, the thing now, the, the the question of whether or not you should be doing that, I think the ironic thing about this is that these kids solution to the to the issues that they the, obviously, the, you know, there was a school shooting, lots of their friends um, and, and, and people, teachers, et cetera, that they knew died here. And so their solution is that we should all give up our guns. You know, our Second Amendment should be thrown away and then they'll feel safer. But when someone says to them, well, okay, now we want you guys, since this happened, to have transparent backpacks, they're like, what the hell are you talking about? And that's not your rights. Yeah. And that's not the only thing. They have to go through metal detectors and all that. I mean, Mm -hmm. I could tell you that I graduated high school in 1988 and it was a long ass time ago. Mm -hmm. And my high school that I went to was the first one in New York City. I think it started somewhere like around 1986 or I think it was either 86 or 87. You had to go through metal detectors. You had to have an ID card. You put it in a computer. It said whether or not you were actually a student. You know, if you could have been suspended. Mm-hmm. And, if, and if it went green, they were like, OK, walk through the metal detector. They had wands and all of that because of things that were going on in the country. So today to have these kids that had something happen to them. And then now they have to, there's, there's more security. They have to have clear backpacks. They have to go through metal detectors and all these different kinds of things. And they're like, whoa, what's up with that? Like, do you I get mean, what, how what the world works? Well, I mean, inner cities dealt with that for, that's, I mean, that's when you're looking at uh, suburban type uh, schools, but inner city schools, they've done that. I mean, that, that's, how, I mean, you said you guys had that back in what, 88? 
Um, you know, now, although when I was in school, I graduated in 87, um, you know, we would always, we would have fights. Okay. I think maybe there was maybe one time that I remember a, a kid bringing a revolver and it was because he was trying to protect himself. I mean, back in the day, but I mean, hell, we couldn't even afford a gun. So the heck we're trying to bring one to school. Yeah. Uh, but and you went to you school know, here in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. I went okay. to school here in Jacksonville. Yeah. So, okay. um, you know, <laughs> what I tell people is this, I say, Hey, you know, when I go to the NFL game, by me being an employee of the NFL, I have to go through like two screens of. I mean, I have to go through. I have to take my my book bag uh, or my backpack that has my computer in it, has all my information for my literature for the game that I need to do uh, for the game. They take that out. They wand me down. They put me. They take me through the uh, the metal detector like at the airport. Uh, there's somebody that goes through my bags. Uh, looking at, you know, and make sure everything's in there. Uh, and then I'm able to go through it. And then where I go, uh, where I'm actually sitting as where the press uh, media is, there's another uh, checkpoint that I have to go through uh, just to get to that. And that's, and I'm media. I work for the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So it's like, you know, I've told my friends, I said, you know what, if you guys don't want to, pay for you know veterans because I, I i'm a i'm down for veterans uh there's a lot of retired veterans out there that have had uh combat experience that would love to do that job okay um so if they don't want to pay for the veterans because hell they don't even want to pay for the teachers to get them a five percent raise so they damn sure they're not going to be able to pay for somebody to provide security you know what so my thing is this you know uh have security cameras uh, on every on around the perimeter, uh, have gates with barbed wire fence. Okay, uh, is one in, one way in, one way out, and have a security um, uh, officer there uh, with a metal detector. You go through your bags. Somebody checks. Hell, they can even have the school staff to check through the bags. You don't have to be uh, ultra uh, uh, a one top flight security to look in the bag to see if you see a gun. Okay. Yeah. That's just so, so you're know, talking about the security at the school, I think. Yeah. And and uh, and I think what they're trying to say is they don't want to go to a prison. They want to wave, wave a magic wand and okay. be safe. All right. So you, so you want to run the risk of some. Crazy... No, 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 I'm not. No, I don't agree with it. I don't know. Not you. Not you. Yeah. I mean, the kids uh, mm-hmm. I'm talking. To, so my thing is, this, so pick your poison. Okay? <laughs> do you want to be safe, you know, or do you want to go to school looking over your shoulder? Yeah. You know? But also, you're never safe. This is the thing. This is the right. thing about all of this thing, about all of this stuff. You live in the world and we're human beings. I mean, we know we know uh, I, I was reading last week that um, the I, I don't even know what her name is, the the ball headed girl. She basically and the other, some of these other kids bullied this kid. Right. That's not yeah. an excuse as far as I'm concerned for him to right. do what he did. But they right. bullied him. They made it not a cool place for him to go. That's how the world is. People right. do this. Yeah. This well, is the we, world. Like you should not like the, the 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 thing where human beings think, oh, I should be in the world and I should feel totally, totally safe. Why? Hell, I got bullied. You know, I got my ass whooped. You know what I'm saying? What? You know, and so it's like, you no, know, when I was <laughs> when I was in school, hell, I was like maybe a buck 30, 40, 
you know, had thick Coke bottle glasses. Oh, I still got them now, but, you know, I'm about 230, 235, 240 now. Uh, but, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. I think you're I, underestimating, but okay. No. It was a guy, and, you know, it's amazing that uh, he's on Facebook. We're not Facebook friends, but this dude came in. I was in uh, the 10th grade, and this guy came in, and I'm talking about he got his fist hauled off and knocked the crap out of me. And oh. I didn't do anything because this dude was like a part of like, I'm not going to say it was a gang, but he was um, part of uh, some other guys that, you know, that were known to go around school and beat up kids, you know. And so he was like, okay, what could I do? Hell, he would have whooped my ass anyway, hell, if he didn't have any friends. But one thing that that did teach me is once I got to be a man, to not take any shit off of anybody. Uh, I, I'm a, I'm real, I'm against bullying. Um, and you know, cause that, that actually scarred me, you know, for a while. And it went into my, my, uh, adulthood, you know, with that. And I had to learn to let that go. Cause I'm like, man, this is in my past, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to let that go, but, you know, not saying that, you know, Everybody should take an ass whooping at school or anything like that. I'm not condoning that. But what I am saying is that, you know, now, I mean, they bullied this kid. I mean, they have avenues now because teachers now would be like, well, just go hit them back. You know, back then they would say, hey, just go hit them back. You know, yeah. now they have, you know, avenues for kids to go through to talk about this. They're really coming yeah. down hard on the bullies, you know. Well, yeah. you know what? I've, I've got my son. He's, you know he had a kid it was a bully in his classroom and my son is a, a large kid he is 150 pounds and he just turned nine actually a couple of days ago okay but he's also like almost five foot two and mm. this one kid he was you know calling him fatty fatty and everything else and actually connor you know my son he said something back to him and the kid told on him wow <laughs> and i was like wow what's up yeah, with it that? happens yeah. Uh, so anyway, I, what I told my son, and I think that the you know here's the problem: you got too many people out there, and I'm I'm not condoning fighting or anything, but I, what I am condoning is defending yourself. Yes. If you have, and and what you can do is you have to instill in your kid that you will support them because for the most part, kids won't fight back because they're scared of the, what their parents will say mm-hmm. or getting in trouble, mm-hmm. and. You know, the, you, I don't say go out there and start stuff, you know, mm-hmm. don't start shit, won't be no shit. But what right. I am saying is that somebody is purposefully mistreating you, bullying you, take the proper steps, tell so-and-so, tell your teacher that this is happening. But if it continues and they back you in a corner like that guy did to you, mm-hmm. you haul off and knock the living snot out of them. But at yeah. least you go down fighting yeah. and That'll keep you will maintain respect for yourself. I will support you till the day I die. And if you have to take a couple of days off from school, then you and I'll go fishing. Absolutely. Amen. I, I agree with you on that, yeah. man. You know, I think that's that's what I tell my kids. Like, yep. if you get into this thing, you know, it, it's if you decide to just stand there and get your ass beat, that person's gonna keep beating you. Yeah. If yeah. you decide to fight back and they're catching some blows, it's now costing them something. Yeah. You know, and and always make sure it costs someone something to mess with you. 
Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the thing. I mean, that's that's the whole philosophy here. If people want to come and mess with you, even as adults, this is the reason why you have to go through this. You have to learn how to deal with this. I could mm-hmm. tell you guys, man, I was a skinny kid myself, but I, like I actually lived in Nigeria, which is a bunch of like cock diesel mandingo dudes. <laughs> that I went to school with in Africa and they kicked my ass. I was just like a, any, uh, 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 a skinny, you know, Indian kid getting my ass kicked all the time. But it taught me like, yeah, if someone's going to mess with you, make sure they pay the price for messing with you. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's really the thing that if you learn that in your life, you'll always be like that. And I think that goes, that's like, even in a, in a conversation, if uh, someone's calling me names or something like that, you have to, okay, I'll call you names back. You know, if someone wants to fight with me, I'll fight back. Even if you kick my ass, it doesn't matter. It's going to cost you something. And I think that we, we took that away in, in, in a lot of ways from our kids. We took away that ability to fight back, to push back, mm-hmm. to, you know, to say no. And um, I think that's one of the things when we talk about like the desperation that leads people to a position in life where they feel like nothing's happening. We're creating this world. We, we create this fake world. What happens in schools is the teachers don't want to hear, you know, if your kid is getting bullied and he tells the teacher that he's getting bullied and the teacher does what they're supposed to do, it messes up the records. That's why they ignore it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't want to report that. They don't want to do the that's that's the same thing that that's that happened with this kid so often that no one did anything about it. This is what happens so often in life that people don't want to report things. They don't want to talk. They want to go, oh, yeah, this kid's messing with you. OK, we're going to write that down that this kid's messing with you because then it's going to build up and they're going to have to put it in the records. And we built the whole structure of the school system around it. So the teacher just pretends that they don't even they don't even care, but it's your kid and you care about it. So yeah, yeah. To, to to come back to like what you know you were saying that these kids want about the school, I think the kids have to understand you're going to school, you're not safe anywhere out in the world. You're not even mm-hmm. safe at home. Mm-hmm. So when you go out into the world, you're definitely not safe. And this is the way that it is. And if you can't if you can't come to grips with that, then you know what? Don't send your kids to school. Yeah. Keep them home, homeschool them or whatever. But this is the world that we live in. And we have to learn how to live in the world in order to be better people. Hey, Hank, I know we're getting on we're we're we've been doing this, but, you know, I'm getting the anchor in for some. Uh oh. Uh, so the, you know, I always like to change it up. You know, when I you know me, you know me. Yeah. When I get on here, we're getting on something real serious. But you know what? I'm that guy that's going to lighten the mood a little bit. Okay, uh, let's do so, it. Let's do it. All right. So, all right. So, one thing that I did, um, you know, anytime where we have like a mass shooting, I always go into my um, my spare room in my house because I, uh, and I always make sure that I got this prepared. This is AR500 plate carrier here. Uh, and it has got the original what on there? Hank Strange patch right up on there. I see it. And I see you're rocking a Hank Strange t-shirt today, too. Got the, got the Hank Strange t-shirt on as well. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's you know, awesome. My earphones came out. Yeah. I'm clumsy. <laughs> but, yep, got the, uh, you know, Hank, I've been with you for, uh, man, we've been kicking it for a while. That's a long so. time, man. That's old. That thing's like three, four years old. Exactly. And I got my military police uh, patch here. And so, I mean, if you're a gun guy and you don't have some type of a a plate carrier or something like that, man, you really need to invest in one. I mean, this is an investment. This will probably last you many, many, many years 
but I do, you know, encourage everybody to get a plate carrier, you know, because, you know, train with it. You never know when you might need it. Uh, you know, you know I, I, when I got it, man, I, I started going to the range, you know, people like, well, man, why do you got a plate carrier? What, you know, and I want to be able to know how it feels when I'm shooting with that. Cause I don't want to have to be in an emergency situation when that's the first time I've ever put the damn thing on and, you know, things are falling out and I don't know how it goes. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, train like you fight. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. absolutely. Yeah. So. I agree with that. Okay. So KB, you got the people want Gorn. I'm not sure if you know what the Gorn is, but this the gun porn. They, they want the gun porn. So do you have some cool stuff to show us? Well, hell, uh, <laughs> there's, there's a train in your backyard for sure. Yeah, Come on, Sarge. Come there. on, Sarge. Uh, I've got a really nice handguard I'm working on. Uh, yeah. Hold on. Want to see some gun for yeah, go ahead. Um, I'll, pull, I'll, I'll pull something out, but not what you think. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll be right back. I'll go get my uh, comp rifle. I'll, I'll show you what that is. Okay, it's no cool. big deal. But hold on one second. I'll be right back. All right. Let's, okay. What are you showing us, Rob? Uh, this is my um, Guyana uh, cutlass. Yeah, my Guyanese uh, throat slasher here. You know, <laughs> this is the last. This is the last line of defense in my home. If if I run out of all my ammo and everything goes to shit, this is the last thing I got right here. So uh, this is a uh, Gerber machete. You know, and nice. uh, that's a nice one. Yeah, thanks, thanks, and. Um, I went to um, uh, NRA last year, and uh, man, the good guys over at Safari Land, they gave me a 60% off uh, card. And I went there, and I went back, you know, and I went back home, and man, look what I got. I got me a nice uh, thigh rig, uh, drop, drop thigh rig uh, holster. And I mean, this normally would have cost me probably about maybe $150 to set up. I think I paid about maybe $65. Cool. You know? Okay. You know, so, you know. Nice deal. Nice deal. Looks like AB is back. What's up? Is that a Safari Land? Yep, that's it. Yep. GLS? Yeah, that's it. ALS, yes, sir. Joe Carpenter said Guyanese guys gasher or something like that. That's your cutlass. So we saw the cutlass. What do you have, KB? All right, so this is... This is a rifle I'm going to be using this weekend. Uh, this is just a simple mil spec upper lower, uh, running a Razor HD one to six power, mm. the A skeletonized stock. Um, like I said, this is a one and eight twist, eighteen inch barrel. This is a sub MOA barrel. You put about a half inch group together at uh, hundred yards. I've actually done an inch and a quarter uh, at three hundred yards with this guy with uh, wow. some precision reloads, but. Uh, um, Sporting a uh, the uh, Geisley SSA enhanced uh, single stage or two stage trigger. Um, it's a nice little rifle right here, and uh, but you want to talk about just sweet. And then what I'm planning on doing, and this is what I've been working on tonight. Actually, I'm going to be uh, re-zeroing this in. Uh, this is a handguard that I got from a good friend, El Tendo Fabrizia. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, El, El Tendo. That's nice. And what I do with my handguards, uh, I've already screwed this up twice. I'll show you. Hold on one second. This is pretty interesting stuff here. Hold on. All right. Also, um, while I was on lunch break today at work, I went and got me some uh, patches for my – some uh, stickers for my safe. Oh, sweet. Yep. Got the so what army. I do, <laughs> 
I take um, this is skateboard tape right here, and I will wrap that handguard, and then I will cut it out with a Dremel tool. So what it'll do is it'll actually have the skateboard sticky sandpaper grip on here. Mm -hmm. So you still have a like a seven ounce handguard, fifteen inch handguard. But when you grab a hold of it, your hand will never move. You can press it up against something; it'll stick to whatever you're pressing it up against. It just adds a lot of texture to it. It's one of the things that I do. Wow! Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I've seen something like that, um, or I've seen people use something that's almost like a glue or some kind of cement that goes over, and then it's uh, it's got a real rough surface. Mm -hmm. It makes it the grippier, but that's pretty cool. Hey KB, when you uh when you get that uh finish, can you sit put a picture on uh, Hank Strangers uh the uh what's this a Stranger Holics uh page and uh sure. so we can see the finished product? Yeah, as a matter of yeah. fact, there's a, there's one back there on my wall back here um that uh, I did a long time ago. It's a inch and a half handguard. Uh, it's a solid round because it actually had to go over top of a pin and welded uh, muzzle brake. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, I really enjoyed using a lot of the uh, high end guys that are, uh, you know, you're like uh, Terran Tactical. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of those other guys, if you look at their hand guards, they've got this on them. Yeah, so, very grippy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I was going to go with the Lancer uh, carbon fiber, but you're looking at $260, $270 for a, a carbon fiber hand guard. And I, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's no. pretty high. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's some serious money. Now these yeah. these right here for the company they attend to, this is this is not a cheap one. This is a this thing weighs like less than six ounces. Yeah, um, um, it's a fifteen inch. Is that what's the name of that company again? Is that DS Arms? Uh, yeah, yeah, I believe so. Oh, okay, yes, those are light. Those are badass, actually. So I'm, uh, I'm um, a fan of those. Yeah. So check, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to plan. Check it. this out. I want to show you guys this. I don't know if you can actually see this, but it's a clear. It's uh, someone sent me a picture of like uh, the first day back at YouTube, and this guy has to wear. Let me see if you could see it. That's his briefcase right there, a clear see-through briefcase. <laughs> wow. Says, uh, first day back at work. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, the humor, the humor out there. Well, I tell you what, a lot of the IT companies don't laugh, but uh, they do have a lot of uh, high end security. Um, a couple of things that I do, I, I do data centers uh, for some high end uh, companies, uh, high profile companies. And you are allowed, you know, cell phones, uh, nothing that you can take pictures of when you go in and out of a facility, uh, fingerprint, uh, retinal scan recognition that kind of wow. thing uh it's pretty cool but that it, that might not be so much of a joke in yeah, yeah it might not be so, you uh, might seriously see that coming up um and then michael sent me this on my phone he sent me a picture of some uh some some nice glocks there so mm. yeah thanks. Hey, KB. thanks for that i'm just throwing yes, up the pictures i am going to show some stuff but i'm throwing up everyone else's stuff Go ahead. Is, where is kb is that a PT roll? What the hell is that's it? That's it. That's it. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> uh -huh. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. And I, I tell you what, um, shit. If we're getting that deep into it, oh, that's boy. a uh, little hive. Extension. Oh yeah. Yeah, Smith and Wesson MP. That was my firearm of choice while at the beach. And I, hey, we were just down at St. Augustine this week. Oh, yes, okay, cool. nice. Yeah. All right, not far yeah. from me. Yeah. Yeah, I love Saint, so, I love Saint Augustine, man. It's a nice place. 
Oh man, it is uh the fort down there. Yeah, the fort. Uh, yeah. The, the the uh the history uh, and reading how far back that thing goes, the oldest city in the country, from yeah. what I understand. Yeah, that's and, what Fountain View is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just looking at those like cobblestone streets and how tight everything is, I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. If if those people back then see us, they'd be like, where did these giants come from? Where'd you go eat at, uh, KB? I'm interested. Everywhere. Um, believe it or not, man, last night we, uh, okay, so we were down on the, uh, we stayed at the Marriott okay. uh, at uh, the beach Marriott down on the south side. Uh, right. And there were a couple of places down there. We went to uh, Sunset Grill. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Which was real good. We also went to this other place. Now, uh, usually I don't ever drink alcohol, mm-hmm. but I decided at this point, this oh. was, I was going to go ahead and have some. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we had seafood just about every time we could. Uh, and what is funny, the last place we went to, there's a, a Thai restaurant right there in Old City. Oh, okay. uh, that I had uh, sushi last oh, okay. night. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you had All it right. the whole way through. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, man. Did we, you ever we, go to the uh, to the Kunk House? Yes. Ma- yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we sure did, man. Yeah, that's my uh, place yeah. there, man. <laughs> and the, uh, the the Kunk Fritters. Yeah, um, the Kunk Fritters. Yep. Yep. So God, did you sit man. inside or outside in the little the little booth, the little hut things? Uh, we sit. Okay. Yes. We sat in the tallest. Oh, the tallest. Yeah, the tiki bar. Yeah. And and overlooking the pier. And I was sitting there going, and it was windy as hell. And it was my my wife, like, this is not even fun. I go, yeah, I know. Really? I mean, like, we sat in the tallest one we could. But yeah, we we actually went there yesterday. Uh, Then we went up and I climbed the, uh, to the top. As a matter of fact, that's a picture on my Instagram. Um, Climbed up to the top of the lighthouse. I will have my. My five-year-old daughter, she was with me, and mm-hmm. she made it about halfway up. She goes, you know what, Daddy? I don't really want to do this. I was like, <laughs> all right, let's turn around, right back down. And here she is. And my wife said, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to the top, man. I got to see yeah. this thing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, and as a matter of fact, I took pictures from the top of the lighthouse down to the conch house. But, uh, oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You, now, uh, yeah. Are you a fisherman? No, man. I actually, I'm not. I, I, oh. I, I, uh, I would absolutely. Those little hotels that were right there at the conch house. You could tell mm-hmm. those. That's yeah. where the fishermen stay. Oh yeah, yeah, you know? definitely. Yes, yes. Yeah, and I was like, man, you know what? Me and a couple guys down here mm-hmm. drinking some beers, going out on a boat, mm-hmm. catching some some really cool stuff that you yeah. boat people I do catch. That. <laughs> yes. yes. Man, I uh, I actually uh, a couple of guys on the uh, the football team. Uh, some of the guys, uh, the dads came down, and um, uh, we all got. Uh, they all called me and they said, "Hey, Rod, man, let's let's go deep sea fishing." And uh, we left out of uh, St. Augustine, and man, when I tell you, it is so much fun. You know, going out there and catching those big uh, fish out there, and you know, when you get back to the pier, they clean them and everything. And, you know, and man, nothing like having fresh seafood. I mean, now, Hank, I don't know if you go. I don't think you go fishing, do you, Hank? Um, I actually did. I went fishing for the first time um, several months ago with the Brownells crew. Okay, man. I actually caught a couple of fish. 
eating fresh fish oh, yeah. is nothing like what you would eat in the uh, supermarket. I mean, right. totally different. Totally that's, different. That's, that's like, dude, I love sushi, and I could literally just cut it right out of, just get cut right through the skin, mm-hmm. steak, and just sit there with a fork and <laughs> wow. chew on it. I love <laughs> raw food, steak, snake, whatever. I don't care. Okay, um, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever tried any? Uh, now, let's see. Now, I like the eel roll. Have you ever tried the eel roll? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I love. I, I like eel and cucumber. Mm. Yep, man, mm-hmm. that is delicious. And I and I also like some. Uh, you know, I get some tuna roll and uh, you know salmon. You know, but that tuna roll and eel rolls, I love those. Mm-hmm. Well, I had this one last night. It was a bunch of California rolls, which I think is cheating. Yeah, but it is. they had a sashimi fresh all the way across, man. And it was like a big, long plate about this big. Mm-hmm. And it was just every species of fish that you can mm. find. And it was big, thick steak cuts, man, like mm-hmm. that. I was just like, this is the cat's rear end right here. I love it. <laughs> but, uh, nice. Um, so, okay, so go ahead. No, go ahead, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was gonna say the Archangel has a question. Says, uh, "Did you um, did you didn't see any ghosts in the lighthouse or the village? Look closely at your photos." Yeah. Oh yeah, um, it is haunted. It is haunted. As a matter of fact, we did the haunted tour, and oh, you, you did that too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will tell you this: the haunted tour down at St. Augustine is okay, but if you want to go on a haunted tour, go to Savannah. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. They they they've got. I actually do have a photo. Uh, it's on one of my Facebook pages, but uh, I caught what looks just like Beetlejuice. Really? And we sat there in the hotel room, and you, it's best taken like with the old cameras with the flash, like the mm-hmm. digital cameras, because they actually project the flash out. And I, in reality, it's, I, in my opinion, it's just dust. And if you get a really cool speck of dust and you zero in onto it, it could be something cool mm-hmm. but uh we got to, in st augustine we got to the first uh we did the the ripley's believe it or not thing yeah um, okay and uh did you did you uh, go to the pirate museum uh yes as a matter of fact and that probably was my favorite yeah uh thing that we did and and the reason being is you know it's not just an attraction, this guy, Shimney or Chim- whatever his name is, Ben Brimney, he is actually a diver and he founded that museum. And all those things are true artifacts that were really, oh, yeah. it's cool. It's really cool to see those things. Yeah. So like they have one of the only two ori- original pirate flags that have ever been found in that museum. And it was tremendous, but when we got on the train, little trolley deal to go to the mm-hmm. first, uh, the, yeah, the tr- thing, my daughter, we walked inside and she was like, I don't want to do this. So my son, <laughs> I, I, uh, what, what about Ripley's? Ripley's was cool. Uh, we've been there Ripley's. before. Um, we, we went down there a couple of years ago. Uh, we stayed at the, uh, oh God, I can't remember, the hotel that's right across the street from uh, the fort there. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Days In or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Howard Johnson. I don't know shit, man. Anyway, <laughs> Howard Johnson's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're so those, yeah. those are all the places. It, it, that's like, um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. The rooms were so small in that hotel that literally I ended up sleeping on the end of the bed 
kid, <laughs> kid, wife. And it was just like, are you kidding me? So we swore we'd never do that again. But um, the fort, uh, there's the tower that's out on the uh, far east section. There's the, the larger of the towers. My hmm? father took my kids out there. My Not my kids. My father took us out there when I was a baby and took a picture so it was kind of cool because i recreated that same picture from 1969 or 70 cool. that was taken back there it was really neat but i tell you i tell you what man um i love going to the older cities like that just because of the history that you find um the the bay matsagana or whatever it's called that's uh you know when the uh the spaniards uh massacred all the frenchmen the the huguenots uh, 250 killed, man. I mean, she's just, just the ruthless, uh, uh, the ruthness of, of mankind and how they did that, you know. Uh, but uh, really, really cool. If you ever, if anybody's out there and you have a chance to visit the east coast of Florida, man, St. Augustine's probably one of the most beautiful areas. And I love, we went with the bypass the first time around Jacksonville. That okay, was yeah, too many really nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jacksonville is the biggest city in the United States, uh, in the continental United States, actually. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and I, I told my wife as we went down through there, and I said, this is the biggest city in the country. She goes, really? And I go, well, they yeah. incorporated the entire county. The entire yeah, county. exactly. Yeah. yeah that's, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're not and, talking and about was, skyscrapers. We're not talking about skyscrapers. And, 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 and <laughs> yeah, we were okay. sitting there as, as my, my son, I was like, now, Connor, you see that big stadium over there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She goes, you guys, I said that's where the Panthers go and beat up on those other kitty cats. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> low blow, low blow. <laughs> someone sent me. Okay, someone sent me a picture of big girl panties. Oh, oh, yeah, big girl yeah, panties big right girl there. Panties. There you go. Some big girl panties in the building wow. for you. Some big girl wow. panties. Yeah, I'm just sharing the pictures with the people. Mm. From the people with you guys. Uh let's see. Richard Harper says uh there's no such things as ghosts. And then he <laughs> sends he sends this, <laughs> which is like the an evil clown. Okay, thank you. I don't like clowns. Uh, yeah, I don't like clowns either. <laughs> That's probably like the worst, the worst thing out there. Who likes clowns? Man, remember back in the day uh, how the fair would come in town? They had the glass, the glass house, and man, it was a clown. I remember I was a kid. There was this clown in there. Man, I went running and I hit that damn glass. Oh, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> you got, you got a lot of damage when you were a kid. I, I noticed. Yeah, <laughs> a, lot of yeah. da- a lot of damage happened to you there. Someone sending me their ARs right there. I'm nice. just throwing up. Uh-huh. People sending me lots of pictures here while we're doing this. Cool. I'll tell you what's interesting talking about guns is, uh, you know, when I started delving into this three gun competition stuff was getting into the shotgun. Um, I uh, dig shooting a shotgun big time. Mm. Mm. I love, I actually, I like shooting shotgun now almost better than do anything else other than slug. What are you, what are you shooting? What do you, what a Benelli? Oh shoot. No, man, I can't afford one of those things. Um, no, I shoot a Stoger. Uh, I've got a Stoger. Uh, it's a Sporter, but I changed out the 30 inch barrel. There's a couple barrels sitting back there to a 24 inch. I'm running a nine round extension tube, so it holds 13 mm-hmm. uh, plus one. You can only start with eight anyway, but uh, the first thing you do once the buzzer runs, if you're running a heavy shotgun, you just start 
<laughs> stacking them in there and you just run the hell out of it. But uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great little shotgun. Uh, a lot of the guys are running the Benelli's Benelli M2s. The uh, they've got a Benelli M2. Um, oh gosh, I don't know if I can get this to come up, but I just found that photo. Let me lock it on you here. Can you see that? What is that? That is the orb that we saw. Oh, in oh, interesting. oh, look at that. There's yeah, a, well. yeah, it looks like a face. It looks like a face in there. Yeah. Yeah. With dark eyes and it's blue. It's kind of, uh, what was, I think Beetlejuice was kind of like bluish. Yeah. Look at that guy. But that's some scary stuff right there, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Take the Rorschach test. Like, what do you see in this? I got to admit it, man. I thought that was some type of gun. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, damn. No. No, well, I, we were getting, getting back to it. See, there's the courtyard right there. Oh, uh, yeah. And then. Yeah, that um, looks creepy. And then I saw it, and I zoomed in onto it, and then it, that's... It looks like someone looking out from behind something to me. Behind a tree, yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah. It, it was kind of crazy, but uh, <laughs> talking about shot, going back to the shotgun thing, I, that's one of the coolest things, learning how to do quad loads, uh, learning the different shale caddies and things like that, uh, fast reloading. It's just probably one of the most fun portions of it. It's, it's more forgiving than any other thing. Pistol shooting's a lot of... There's a lot of, uh, you know, dry fire practicing and a, a lot of things like that. Uh, rifle mm -hmm. speed shooting. You've got mm -hmm. you go from shooting 25 yards to five yards mm -hmm. to 400 yards on the same stage. So it's pretty interesting stuff. So that's, yeah. that's one of the things. Absolutely. You know, KB, I do two gun shooting in, uh, in St. Augustine. Okay. And um, uh, one thing it, it does, it, it will expose your weaknesses, mm -hmm. you know. And it will it will humble you, and because anybody can go and shoot like Hank, how we were shooting at your 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 hacienda, I mean anybody can go do that. But like how I had um, actually what I had the uh, the cardiac uh, drill I had, right. I incorporated some of what we do at Two Gun and into that drill, and you know it will expose you, it will let you know where your weaknesses are, it will let you know where your strengths are, uh, and if you do not practice, you will go out there and suck. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I tell, like I did a video the other day, just, uh, we do a side by side comparison. I've got a good friend of mine, pops quest. Um, he and I got into the three gun pretty much did our first event at the same time. And, uh, we were brought in by another gentleman who's done a bunch of them, but it's that community as well. will and just bring you in big hugs, bring you in. And, uh, we'd shoot with some people who are on a professional level who actually shoot with, you know, um, Oh, Ben Stager. Uh, you've got some folks out there. We had Ashley. <laughs> she shot it last <laughs> I can't pronounce her last name, but she, she won the event. Um, you know, I get, I think I don't even think she's more than 20 years old, man, but she fly. Wow. And then we've got another, uh, young man. His name's Bryson. He's 16 years old. And he's being sponsored by um, Kinetics, uh, Cobalt yeah. Kinetics. Do you remember uh, where Ashley was from? Was Ashley from Florida? I don't know. What the heck oh. is her? It's, uh, I'll have to pull it up. But yeah. uh, Ashley, Ashley, her, her, her. Okay, let me show you guys quickly. Someone sent me uh, some more Glock pictures right there. Glock. I'm getting, 
I'm getting some uh, I'm getting some scary pictures coming in from people. Hank, you got any high price guns? Scary creatures coming in there. Uh, the high price stuff. I don't know what that was. That's like just some, <laughs> just some scary stuff people are sending me right now. Oh, okay. At least they're not sending you dick pictures. Yeah, thanks. thanks for that. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's a good. It's a good day. It's a good day when that's all that I'm getting. I don't know. Did, did you pull it up? What, what's up? Okay, I think it's, it's KB. Were you going to show us? Did you find out that name? Uh yeah, I'm going to look it up right now. Actually, I got okay. on the practice um, score. I do have. I do have a Steyr Og that belongs Steyr. to Tony Steyr. Here you go, Steyr Og, right here. Hey, where's that boat that uh, Chris sold you? Um, oh, the FS two thousand. Yeah, I don't have that one here today. But that boat paddle. <laughs> yeah, it looks like. Listen, it's not the most attractive bullpup out there, but it's cool. This is this is probably one of the most popular bullpups out there. Mm. What's the attraction of that thing? I I, I got to be honest with you. Oh, well, bullpups are okay. I just here's my problem. I think this. I got. I have to think that in order for me to shoot a gun. It's got to be a good-looking gun. Exactly. I, I know. I'm. I'm okay. Want to stop? But that's. I, it's got to be a handsome-looking gun, and for order for me to shoot it, the styre, in my opinion, is the ugliest damn thing. Yeah. Um, Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I totally can get it. But look at <laughs> yeah. that! Is ugly. Yeah, gun. This is not. This is not the most attractive bullpup out there. Um, it was the most popular bullpup up until the uh, the Tavor, the IWI Tavor came into play. Yeah. So I actually I, I collect bullpups. So you know, is that the good. bullpup that got you in trouble? Uh, wait, no, no, not this one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what Ashley, you're talking. I think I know Ashley, what you're talking about. Yeah, uh-huh. Ashley Rur- Rurk. Rurk. Ashley Rurk. Hmm. Oh, okay. No, that's not who I was thinking. Oh, okay. She, hey, actually, what? she actually won the uh, uh, USPSA uh, championship uh, nationals for women. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know a lot of two-gun people, but I do know some young two-gun people here in Florida. So I thought that's why. Uh, here's some people showing some old, some old guns right here. Oh yeah, I like the vintage wheel guns. So, yeah, wheel gun, and uh, some other stuff going on there. Very nice. Ah. Hey, do you have any pictures of women with guns? No. No damn. No, I mean I don't look at those kinds of things. <laughs> Seriously, Rod, you trying to get me in trouble? <laughs> well, hell, I wanted to see some some. So you know, oh. uh, you know. I noticed that Instagram is a great location to find just yeah that exact thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's called the Instagrams. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Instagram models. Yeah. When Lola catches yeah. me out, they're like, "Lola, I'm totally working. This is work." <laughs> hey, you're looking at this. I have, this is research, woman. <laughs> Did he say research? Yeah, research. <laughs> Yeah, it, it is research. Come on now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you ought to see the look on your face, Hank. <laughs> you look like that kid that got caught with his hand in the cookie jar. Check it out. 5.7 pistol. I don't know how oh, you feel about that. This, this is a beautiful pistol as far as I'm concerned. I know everyone doesn't like it necessarily. This one is the FDE, but and which is you, you don't really find out there often. I think it's beautiful. So I've, I, I used to have a 5.7 pistol. Don't anymore, but I would love to have one. Man, I love that A3. Oh, okay. And I, I call it Doodoo Brown. 
Now you guys are you guys are two gun guys. Here's a very popular two gun, the CZ. Ah, CZ, CZ Shadow. Shadow. Yeah. Is that a regular? Oh, that's a too. That's a TSL. Yeah, yeah this is a tactical. Yeah, tactical, sport. tactical yeah, sport. Sport. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. With the with the break or whatever you call it, right there. Uh, the thumb, break. thumb rest. Yeah. That thing you shoot smooth. Yeah, I uh, I could put a, probably about a five inch group together at a hundred yards with that thing. That wow. is a thick firearm. Yeah, very um, very popular. Yeah, Rod, what do you shoot pistol wise on your th- on your two gun? Uh, man, I got the Glock twenty two. My my condolences. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm wearing my STI shirt. Hopefully, I'll get an STI one day. There you go, man. Yeah. That's that's a. Um, what are I'm you a, What are you shooting? I shoot a uh, CZ Shadow two. Oh okay, all right. Yeah. All that's right. uh, that's uh probably that's the one, the blue one. well, yeah, come on. I've got the the uh, urban gray one. Okay. okay, all right. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It seems like everyone's collecting the handles because there's blue. I've seen gray. There's the orange. I don't know what other colors you guys would know. They yeah. uh, well, you've got the uh, the bronchus looking ones, and what that is is that's a poly coat, uh. Represent what they've got two different levels. The blue is a perfect frame. The ones with the dark bronze, the dark black, kind of um, great the color. They've been polycoated because they're not. They're just a little bit of impre- imperfections in them. The TSO orange. Uh, they've that's just amazing gun. And then you've got the Checkmate, which is about a $3,500 gun. That's an open gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're ridiculous. But uh, yeah, if the serious guys that are doing three gun or mm-hmm. two gun, they're running the uh, Strayer Voits or the SVIs or the STIs, the Infinities. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the guys I shot with last w- two weeks ago, um, he was running actually a Rock Island Armory. Double really? stack nine millimeter, yeah, but it had been tuned, okay, to just okay. perfection. I mean, it's probably not a whole lot of original parts on it. Mm. Uh, and actually, you know, I've got the Ultra HD FC, whatever it is, and that's a great gun. Uh, you can tune it up pretty well. Uh-oh, but, Rod, uh oh, Rod's, Rod's bringing up his gun. Yeah, I got mine a little bit tuned. This is this this is what we call the. Um, Man, I can't think of the name. I, I had a name for this. And uh, it looks like a regular Glock on the outside, but it's got some little tuning up in the inside. So it's a sleeper? It's a sleeper? Yeah, it's a sleeper. A sleeper. That's it. Yeah. A sleeper. What, yeah. uh, you, you got an aftermarket trigger system in it? Or, yeah. Uh, well, actually, you know what, uh, KB? Man, I actually am not a fan of the aftermarket triggers. I've tried them, and they just don't feel right. So mm-hmm. I just got the ghost. Uh, I ghosted it out in the inside here okay. with the spring and everything. Hmm. And, okay. of course, got the uh, Terran Tactical uh, base plate here. Yep. Yeah, plus three uh, eight or four, one of them. So, so yeah, you know. I'll tell you what. I, was, I started out with the uh, CZ SPO one I love that. I love that. I was going to trick it out, but literally from the amount of money that you would spend uh, with the springs and the the trigger. You're talking about taking the the Gator Customs or something like that? Uh, With CZ Customs, I was going to probably, well, you could buy the parts. If you're pretty decent with your hands, you could do it yourself. But uh, Mm -hmm. you're going to spend 600 on a gun. Yeah. uh, And you want the one with the safety, not not the uh, Omega or the convertible. Um, 
But by the time you get done putting all the trigger system in it, you can just go out and buy a shadow too. Exactly. That's what they say. And uh little I make sure I went out and bought one. Because <laughs> I was like, and I've got uh right here local to Charlotte, we've got a, a store that just carries every C Z that's on the market. Um, wow. So yeah, they want they want full blown market price for the day. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Really? Right. And, so, and, yeah, and I'm like, well, you know they're selling these things about two hundred dollars less on the internet. And he goes, Well, then go to the internet and get one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, you know what? You're you got a good point there. So um, yeah. hey guys, another thing that I'm thinking about getting uh saw on the internet, they have a phone charger that looks like an AR mag. Okay. And I'm thinking about getting one, a cell phone charger. You don't fly okay. a lot, do you? Well, no, of course I, of course I wouldn't take it on the plane. But you know, just yeah. to have it to rate, you know, yeah. something like that would be cool. Yeah, as long as you don't try to, as long as you don't try to put it in the in the mag, you know, in the mag wall, it's all good. Well, that's true too. <laughs> yeah, but no, there's. I think there's lots of people making things that look like that nowadays. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, who was this that said the Screaming Skull Saloon said the Styrog is sexy? There you go. Yeah. 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 No comment. No comment from the non bullpup guys. (laughs) Well, the mother to the. Oh, there we go. KB. (laughs) Yeah. Now, are you putting a handguard on that, KB? That's the one I'm working on right here. Okay. Uh, Okay. Look. That is nice. And that what does nice. that weigh? What does that come out to in weight? Um, this particular one is just under uh, right about nine and a half pounds. Okay. But it's running a heavy profile barrel. Mm, heavy uh, barrel, yeah. And this damn thing right here weighs 25 ounces. Okay. The razor? The razor. The vortex. Man, mm-hmm. It's, it's by, by far probably the best – the money that you can put on a, a competition rifle now I, I love i'm a primary arms guy too yeah. i love those uh and if you're on a budget probably the one to six is probably one of the best out there as well mm. i will put that razor against uh maybe like the trijicon acupoint something like that uh you know what it's interesting that you say that because i know a lot of people who actually have the acupoint and, mm-hmm. and the problem with the acupoint uh, is that the ring around here where when you're out at full zoom or you've got it at uh, one power, you hardly ever see. You won't even see this. It's like looking through an HDTV. The ring on the AccuPoint is a lot bigger, so you're, the forgiveness on the eye is not as good. However, they just came out with their 1 to 8 that is supposed to be real. When I say stupid, I mean really good stupid. Wow. So. But you are going to be spending about twenty four. Twenty four hundred dollars. Yeah, AccuPoint is running about what fourteen, twelve, fourteen hundred right now. Uh I couldn't tell you, but uh, no, 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 it isn't. That's more like eight fifty nine hundred, I believe. Yeah, yeah, the AccuPoint's not cheap. This one right here, this is the uh, the JM uh, Jerry Mitchell, uh reticle. You get this, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, there's a company right now that has them on sale for $100 under the MSRP. They're $1,399. I've seen mm-hmm. them for uh, thir- uh, no $1,399. I've seen them for $1,299 oh, right okay. now. Yeah. Yeah, that razor's nice, man. I like that. Well, I, I tell you what. I, I'll be honest with you. I was uh, having a little 
uh, pissing match with my brother because he actually went out. He's a, a wide body captain for an airline company um, mm. on A330s. And he went out and got eight $200 tax stamps at once. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Like, nice. I'm gonna die. I said, hey, dude, if you go big, go home. Yeah. And so he gets a, he's got four uh, suppressors and four SBR stamps. And he calls me up. He goes, dude, guess what? I was like, what? He goes, man, I was at uh, Academy Sports and they had one of those uh, uh, sight mark mini red dot red dots for forty nine dollars. And I actually I, I work with sight mark. Uh, matter of fact, I got a couple sitting over there. Uh, but the real cheap, real inexpensive, you know, the one. Mm-hmm. And he goes, man, I'll put it on this SBR. And I was like, um. Dude, dude, please don't. Don't do that. No. Man, don't do that. And I said, it's just like riding a moped, man. It's all yeah. fun. Your friends see you on it. <laughs> anyway, he goes, well, you don't have a trigger. He, he went out and bought He Okay, so he calls me up. He goes, man, I just bought me one of them Tavers. And I said, <laughs> 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 Taver. And I got me a, one of them Trigicons on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh my boy. God. Is that like a, a Transformer? <laughs> ah, bro. And then he's like, uh, then I, you know, well, you don't have a Meprolite. I was like, no, I don't have a Meprolite. You don't have a, a Eotech. And I get, no, I don't have any Eotech. And he goes, well, just shut up, man. I'll put whatever I want on my SBR. So I was laying up. I was about to go to sleep one night. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy me an Eotech right now. And Amazon, <laughs> bourbon and Amazon Prime membership is not your friend. Mm. And so I started thinking about it as I was uh, getting ready to push the go button on a, uh, uh, what was it? it was the uh what's the special forces guys used i can't remember the, the 553 and i was like well that's not gonna do me any good in competition let's go over here and see what we got in competition so i was woke up the next morning the proud new owner of a uh a razor hd but I, I had the wherewithal and the forestall <laughs> I like how you're framing this, and they get the throw lever. So I was, yeah. I was like, oh, oh, I was smart yeah. enough to yeah. get that one too, huh? <laughs> so. so listen, I'm going to take this opportunity to make a very shameless plug here for Big Daddy Unlimited, which we were talking about before we started the show. Because by the way, you can find all these things on on, on Big Daddy Unlimited. I don't know if you guys know. I was just looking up. You were talking about the Trigicon. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, and when when. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hank, you went, you went mute. Oh. <laughs> and $3. <laughs> he muted himself. <laughs> there he goes. He's unmuted. No. Nope. Still muted. I can't understand okay. you. Can you hear me now? Okay. There we yeah. go. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> I'm taking this moment here to be, uh, you know, to plug Big Daddy Unlimited. Because I, you know, you guys were talking about Trigicon, so I went and looked up the Trigicon Reflex. Now we're not supposed to like give out prices because of map and everything, so that's why if you go to Big Daddy, you can't see the prices until you sign up. Mm-hmm. But uh, like the Trigicon Reflex, you would save two and a half Walter Bucks, and that's what we're going by the Walter Bucks for anyone Walter out Bucks. there who knows what the Walter Bucks are. Mm-hmm. You would save two and a half Walter Bucks getting that from Big Daddy Guns, mm-hmm. Big Daddy I, Unlimited. That's uh. Yeah. I, I gotta be qu- quite honest with you, man. It's it's pretty much a done deal for me because I want to elevate my uh, my optics on pretty much a lot of my firearms. Uh, and I've got when you when you say you, a person you got twenty ARs, there's a, there's a lot of optics. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, when you look at the cost savings over a period of time, even if with a nine dollar membership fee or whatever it is, yeah, that's, that's it's 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 it's, not, it's a no brainer. No, it's about it's about ten bucks a month. So for a year, that would be like one hundred and twenty bucks, something like that, right? But, but I mean, right there, you saved the you saved your your membership. You're not, you not only saved it, but you saved an additional whatever the Walter Bucks re- refers to. But yeah, a Walter Buck. A Walter Buck is about a, a a Benji, about the same thing, about a hundred bucks. So yeah, you know, you save two and a half Walter Bucks right there, man. You're good for a couple of years. Yeah, membership. I, I was looking up. I was just looking up because there is Trijicon on there. So an RMR, if you bought an RMR through there, you would save two Walter bucks on an RMR. Wow. Yeah, a Trijicon hey, RMR. What about um, the uh, what's the uh, the, the uh, MRO? Uh, how many Walter bucks will you save on that one? The MRO. Let me see. Um, now they got two MROs. They got the the first generation, the second generation. Okay. Uh, let's see. MRO. I'm not really sure. Let's see. MRO. They got MRO. There's a lot of things. There's like 120,000 yeah. things in here. So yeah. I don't know which, um, I'm not sure which gen this is. I think, uh, I'm not sure which gen this is here, but on the MRO that I see that I pulled up here, you would save over two Walter bucks on it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's right. pretty much across the board on all of them. Shit, dude. I'm done. Yeah. That's I'm <laughs> I so, my, my wife's gonna hate me now. No, actually, <laughs> I'm very fortunate that I have my uh gun money is mm-hmm. clear and free of family money. Mm. Yeah. Right? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So uh so if anyone's interested in that, there's a link in the description, by the way, to Big Daddy Unlimited that you guys can go uh, check it out. So there's there's lots of good deals in there, man. And all those things I was talking about were actually available. Everything I was pulling up there on Trijicon is there right now. Sick. Mm. All right. So, you know, that's the thing. Everything's not always there. If certain things aren't there, you can, there's an email list and we're always improving the search and stuff like that on, on the site. But yeah, man, that's the way to do it. So if you just, for anyone who doesn't know what it is, basically, Imagine, like, if you go to the store and buy stuff, they've got to order it. They pay wholesale, gets comes into them, and all that kind of stuff. And there's a markup for them, as you would expect for the store. They've got expenses and all that stuff. But if you go, if you get it directly from us, you're paying the wholesale prices plus the shipping, and therefore that's that's why you save all the money. It's like Amazon Prime for guns, basically. Mm-hmm. So don't do go. that to me. You know what? Here's the thing. Um, and we can talk about this because I'm okay with it. Uh, mm-hmm. But firearms is an addiction. It is. And uh, my name is KB. And I'm <laughs> firearms. Um, I, I mean, literally, there, you know, you could go like, all right, this month, I'm not, I'm not buying anything. I'm not buying a thing. I'm, not, I'm just going to hang tight. And then you're, you, unfortunately, you go somewhere and you're like, <sighs> yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I'll just I'll, yeah. this this is it. This is my yeah. last. I mean, if you have I'm this, in. you got to have this, dude. There's yeah. no reason that you have this, but you don't have this. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. No, you know yeah, what I mean? Right. <laughs> That's a, it's logical. Uh, it's totally and, logical. <laughs> and you know what? I am uh, capable of logisticizing <laughs> anything that I want because um, I I equate. Uh, a nice scope to a set of shoes for my wife. So uh-huh. 
Yeah. What we do is we go, you know, to Neiman Marcus and she gets to pick out a nice pair of red sole shoes. And oh, really? A, those are those are the nice ones. Yeah. Yeah. So what we do is that equates to an EOTech. So down, guess what? Uh-huh. <laughs> Mama gets hers. Daddy gets his. And uh, I don't have to hear it. Nada. <laughs> oh, wait, whoa, 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 KB, did you, are we talking about red bottom shoes? Yeah, yeah. That's called, that's called Mama Sama, Mama Sama, Mama Sama, Mama Sama. Yeah. Mama Sama, Mama Sama, Mama Sama. Yeah, 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 exactly. Don't get started, man. Yeah, I know what it is, Mama Sama, Mama Sama, Makusa. KB, you know what, you have actually just educated a lot of, well, see, I'm single, but you got, you have just educated a lot of because you don't, because you don't buy your woman red bottom shoes, damn it! Hell, I don't buy uh, nobody red no, bottom shoes. I don't, even, I don't even let Lola. I was like Lola, those red bottom shoes. They are not good. They're not good for the starving children in Africa. <laughs> 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 don't even look at those and shoes. And that's actually Chanel red. Um, I, I actually, um, I had a character on my uh, YouTube channel. His name's Lance. He was my uh, uh-huh. li- liberal. Uh, cousin from California, and mm-hmm. uh, people. It, it, anyway, uh, he decided he was learned Arab his ways, and he actually started liking guns. So he got uh, what I did was I went out and I painted one of my uh, canics, the slide in Chanel red. <laughs> nice. That it. probably looks badass. So we called it the Chanel Number no. Nine, and it has the Krylon, and it's held up like a champ, it's man. Nice, it, nice. It, Bad as hell. Yeah, you um, don't have that around right now, do you? Um, no, but you know what? I would. I made a promise that uh, if my wife, now she's sitting in there, I'd go get a couple things. But I've got a friend of mine who makes some absolutely amazing custom holsters, and they're 150 bucks. Mm-hmm. But they're leather and with Kydex sewn into them. And he made me a snakeskin Kydex holster. For the Chanel number nine. Ooh, Let's, where is it? Let's see it. Uh, it's well, you know what? Hold on, I Man, do. Don't, have, don't I, like that. Okay. By I the sleep. way, Lola said you had her when you said Neiman Marcus. Put <laughs> 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 you on mute real quick, and I actually think I have the holster sitting in my store. Oh, cool. Yeah, let's see that. Let's see. Yeah. That. Hold on one second. Be right. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Me and Hank can talk about some stuff. What do you want to talk yeah. about, Hank? Yeah, don't be telling Lola about Neiman. Neiman's, <laughs> Neiman Marcus went out of business, damn it. Yeah, not the website. <laughs> don't you remember? No, no, they didn't go out of business. You got to tell Lola that they went out of business. I, I was, I could see Lola, with, instead of getting like, you know, red bottom shoes, maybe a nice pair of uh, good combat boots or shooting boots. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, no, she has those, but yeah. <laughs> Lola loves to shoot. Actually, she likes she likes uh, bargain shopping. So she's always looking yeah. for the deals. Oh, yeah, she's always too. looking for deals. Lola's not. She looks for gun deals. Lola actually posts a lot of gun deals, but she's always looking for the. She has two windows open at the same time. I'm like, what are you doing? Wow. Oh, I'm working on gun deals. But then the minute I walk away, she flips open the other page with the shoes on it. Oh wow! Kind of hey, kind I- of like what I do with the porn. Hank, I got something that you might want to think about getting her for Mother's Day. What? Get her one of those uh, concealed uh, carry purses that the women wear. Oh, the um, you know, I think she's she's tried those. I don't think she's a big fan uh, of them. Oh, okay. I yeah, mean. I don't think she's a big fan of them. So, uh, hey, you're so lucky to have a wife that's into guns, though. Uh, oh yeah, 
think about all those guys out there that have girlfriends and wives that are not into guns. And, you know, it's kind of like they have to fend for themselves out there. All right. Is Lola, <laughs> is Lola watching? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is the holster. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. Sweet. Yeah. So that what happens good. is, is it is snakeskin on here. Um, it has a clip for the exterior, and then you can also carry it on with your belt. Now, here's uh, the thing. If you look here, Lady Chanel is right there nice. on the interior. Yeah, I see her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I see the two opposing Cs. Yep. And That's sweet. Uh, look at the, the thickness of this thing. When you wear this holster, and it's uh, Beth, he, he did it for me as a, as a, fu you know, a funny thing. I was like, really? You know, and then made it for the canic. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, hey, listen, canics, you know, listen, canics have to get spoiled too, man. Hey, brother, I tell you what, canic lives matter. Canic lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> Not out of them, and they'll run. But I, I tell you what, man, as far as uh, this is probably one of the finest holsters. Nice thing is, is he did, he sews in the kydex into mm. the, uh, the leather. Wow. But uh, yeah, pretty nice. And, that is nice. But uh, anyway, I th he thought it'd be kind of cool to do something like that for me. And I was like, oh, that's great, yeah. man. No, I, might I have think to, that's cool. I have to pull Lance out of there. Uh, we did a video on him. It's like uh, liberal shoots a firearm for the first time. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. That got demonetized right Real off. Fast. <laughs> Real fast. Real fast. So yeah. who, what's the name of your friend? Give, you, give your friend a plug that made the holster. Uh, it's Right to Bear Customs. R-I-T-E. Mm. Number two, B E A R customs. Yeah. Um, and is that Alan B Pro? I see him. Well, Alan has one of his holsters. Okay, yeah, I see him commenting right now. And shout out to everyone in the chat, by the way. I see that there's people telling me that they're new subscribers and all that kind of stuff. We appreciate, you know, we appreciate everyone's support. So uh, give us that one more time, the uh, holster thing. It's R I T E, the number two, B E A R. Uh, customs and he's got a YouTube channel. If you if you use uh, if you look it up, it's probably going to see me on there more than anybody, or actually himself. But uh, really, a nice, soft spoken guy. Uh, we, he actually started shooting three gun with us, and uh, he uh, nicknamed himself where I nicknamed him Sundial. Okay, because <laughs> uh, okay. you could time him with a damn sundial. So anyhow, uh -huh. takes his time. I'm assuming. Uh, and and then some. But no, yeah. he's such a he's one of my best friends. I've known uh -huh. him forever, and he's a really right. great guy. So. Those are the dangerous guys, man. Those guys that are slow. People always telling me slow down. No, 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 no. They're dead. No, you don't, you don't have to worry. About <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to be dangerous but fast. He, he, but he's a one of my, like I said, and he's like one of my brothers and, uh, okay, uh, very sweet guy. But, uh, yeah, yeah, Alan's got, I think Alan B. Pro has a couple of them. There's a couple other folks out there. Maybe he has them. Uh, okay. Very cool. Very cool. I know that we're, it looks like we're coming up here on the two. This, this time, went really, this time went really fast, man. You guys, this was actually fun. I mean, don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but this this was a lot of fun so you know what um let's uh let's start wrapping it up right now kb tell us uh you know all the different ways people can get in touch with you out there if people aren't subscribed to you already they need to get their butts over there and subscribe and follow you on social media uh, yeah just uh you know kota boy 3d2 uh just subscribe i've got the youtube channel we've got been on uh board now for about uh 
three years. We're knocking on the door of 40,000 subs here very shortly. Uh, cool. And then uh, it's, it's, I, I'd like it to do shooting. Um, I love talking politics. Uh, you know, when things come across, I'm on it because I, I'm not just presenting something. I present it with my opinion on what's going on. We've got some really cool videos that are coming out this week. We're going to talk about the Second Amendment. Uh, why has it not been repealed? Uh, think about it. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying should it be repealed. I'm not talking about that. When I'm talking about why has it not been repealed. Uh, we're going to talk about the, the situations in schools. We're going to be talking about a bunch of different things. But also, we've got three-gun event coming up this weekend. That's going to be out there. And uh, we've got a new hand cannon that we're going to be unveiling uh, this week that no one ever thought that I would ever find. And then, okay. uh, But just having a lot of fun. And you know what? I am, uh, I'm privileged and I'm honored to be here with you guys this evening. Thank you so much for an inv invitation. Uh, I hope that I was uh, offering uh, something to the table. Yeah, and, absolutely. You were awesome, man. I mean, matter of fact, we'd like to have you come back on and hang out with us. You know, I'd love yeah. it. It'd be a lot yeah. of fun. Ron, I, w I wish that uh, I'd known you were down there, man. We could have uh, met up at the Conk Shack or the Conk House. <laughs> Conk House, yeah, man. House. Next time. Next time, Next time. Really, we'll do that, yeah, man. Absolutely. And if you're in Florida again, man, come shoot with us or something. Well, I'm, I'm you know, those boys down there, that 904 guys, I've, you know, I've, I've got a. I owe them a trip down there. So okay, cool. yeah, they're good dudes. They're good dudes. Yeah. And it's it's uh Coda Boy, right? Coda Boy? Coda. Coda Boy. Coda. I don't know. I see I keep messing it up. It's you know Coda. Coda. Yeah. Potato, potato, tomato, tomato. Keep messing it. Coda boy. And you named it. That's after your dog. I think yeah, Moobut said he also named his channel after his dog. That is the craziest name I've heard of a dog, Moobut. But it's cool. I like that. Hey, neckbone. <laughs> yeah, neckbone. That's another one. But thanks, man. Thanks, KB, for coming down, man. That was really awesome. We we'd like to have you back on again. You know, love to help you get to forty and above. That's the goal. You know, get man. over there. Yeah, we encourage everyone to go check that out. So, Rod Mills, what do you have going on, man? How can the people follow oh, you? Man, I'm, uh, the Rod Mills flavor up in there. <laughs> uh, you can actually uh, hey, friend me uh, at Rod Mills, R-O-D-M-I-L-L-S on uh, Facebook. Uh, also, you can go to my uh, firearms company page. It's Scorched Earth Firearms Training. Uh, and, you know, go ahead and uh, like it on there. Uh, I'm trying to get to the point where I'm actually going to uh, I'm working on my logo now. So I should have that out. Uh, I wanted to have it out before uh, NRA. Uh, so I can now wear my polo. So I'm not sure on that, but uh, I'm working on that right now. This weekend, uh, uh, anybody that's in the Jacksonville area, I'll be at the uh, North Florida Gun Show on uh, more than likely on Saturday. Uh, so you know, just look for the the, the you know the, the nerdy looking guy. You know, um, I'm the uh, the broke man's uh, Coleon Noir. So. Uh, <laughs> No, you're cool. Coleon is a cool dude. You're you're a cool dude as well, man. In your own right, your own right. Thank you. And um, other than that, man, just um, uh, living life. Um, I want to make sure that uh, I shoot. Um, matter of fact, uh, Hank, I'm going. I've had the anchoring for shooting now, so I'm going back to the range on a oh, sunny anchoring. I like that. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> Rod, and, uh, 
Who's that? <laughs> yeah, that was me back in the day there, man. Whoa, that's yeah, a throwback. The, the, the double image? Like, oh. I was looking at Will Ferrell, and I'm like, you know what, man? I got, you know, when my mom passed um, um, uh, a couple of years ago, I took all the pictures that she had in her house, and I got it like in this big trunk. And uh, I said, man, I was looking at Will Ferrell, and I'm like, and I saw him have a picture like that. I'm like, you know what? I got a picture like that. Let me post it. So, you know, I'm always posting crazy shit like that. That was the 80s up in here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was the move in the 80s. Yeah. That's, so. that's, hey, listen, that's, let's see that picture awesome. again. That's that 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 is just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Well, I just friended you on Facebook. So oh, Okay, cool. 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 All Absolutely. Right. All right. So on my part, I want to encourage everyone to uh, all the folks that are still hanging out with us. If you're not uh, on if you haven't gone to HankStrange.tv, go to www.HankStrange.tv. Put in your email address. That's how we keep in touch with you. You can keep in touch with us. You know, we, we realize that when they pull the plug on us from YouTube, that YouTube and all these other social media things could pull the plug. So we want to have a way to communicate with you guys directly. When we give away stuff, we're going to give it away to you have to be. Uh, and the email list for us to give away stuff to you. And there's going to be a lot of stuff coming up in the future here, uh, as well as we're going to use that to notify you guys of things going on. I want to thank everyone that sponsors us on Patreon. It's uh, Patreon slash Hank Strange as Rod Mills. <laughs> we're my shrimps. <laughs> you know, we're on uh, Patreon slash Hank Strange. Thanks for everyone hanging out in the chat. All the people sending me messages on the phone and all that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, the messages are still coming in. See, my phone's just going up. There's a ton of messages going through there. I'm going to try to answer as many as I can when we get off air. And I will be putting up that phone number again. Um, it's definitely up on Patreon, and we're going to send it out in an email, and I'm going to post it up in some other places. So thanks for joining us, guys. This is going to be kind of like a short week. So tomorrow is our last show for the week, and then all of next week I'm going to be in Vegas for the broadcasting show. But we, we are going to have videos still going up, so I'd like to encourage you to watch videos we have on the channel now and the new stuff and other things that are going up. And I'll be doing some videos from out there at the show so after that, I'll see you when I get back. I'm not sure. Oh, you know what? Tomorrow we have the fair tax dudes on the fair tax dudes and whoever, whoever's still hanging out there. That's in Florida. There is a rally coming up on the 14th. We were supposed to have James Ledger on to talk about it. We got into talking about so many things. I forgot. James, you got to actually bring your butt down here onto the show and talk <laughs> about the things, you know, but we'll, I'll try to get to that tomorrow. Okay. That's it. We're out of here. Peace. See you guys tomorrow. Peace.